Rockies are coming up next on WTCA. Plymouth Rocky Football on WTCA. Brought to you by U.S. Granules, St. Joe Health Systems, First Federal Savings Bank, Albert Ford Lincoln, Rochester Orthopedic, Montgomery Well Drilling, Bowman's Tin Shop, Atheist Computers, Go Alliance Propane, Marshall County REMC, The Pilot News, and Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts. Stay tuned. We head out to the rock pile right after this. Once two strangers climbed on rock top looking for a moonshine still. Stranger day come down rock top. U.S. Granules has been a proud sponsor of Plymouth Sports on WTCA since 2009. A local company with an international reputation, U.S. Granules has a firm commitment to the youth of Marshall County. They've pledged their support to the area's student-athletes as they build their character and the perseverance that will create the leaders of the future. U.S. Granules committed to our community. Are you looking to build a career in manufacturing? Look no further. Plymouth Foundry is currently seeking dependable applicants in all departments for day shift to work four 10-hour weekdays with the possibility of overtime on Fridays. Even with no Foundry experience, you could start at $17.50 an hour with great benefit options available and a weekly paycheck. We'll provide a proper training from day one. Plymouth Foundry has been a locally owned family business for 75 years. Apply in person at 523 West Harrison street in plymouth or through indeed last year this is what a touchdown sounded like at a high school football game without fans Blue Divey, set, hut. Touchdown, tigers. without you there indiana high school sports just weren't the same but this year Touchdown will sound like a touchdown again because you'll be there to experience it. High school sports are far better with you in the stands. That's because high school sports are about more than the game. They're about the community. They're about the fans in the stands who come together to cheer for the leaders of tomorrow. Fans, I'm Commissioner Paul Knight, and I just want to welcome you back to the stands. The students and schools deserve your support. This is high school football. This is Friday night. This is your IHSAA. It's time for the Commissioner's Corner, an exclusive weekly conversation about Indiana high school sports with the Commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig. Now for an up-to-the-minute report about what's happening in the constantly changing world of high school sports, here's Coach Bob Lovell with Commissioner Paul Neidig. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of the Commissioner's Corner with the Commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig. Commissioner, one week into the fall schedule, 
and it appears yet yet a good week. COVID cases were a little under control. Great competition, great games. I know you and your staff and, and the member institutions have to be thrilled about the beginning of the high school sports season. We are, Bob, and just you know how I've said before, anytime a kid gets to put a uniform, yeah. and go out and, and play in front of fans and in his represent his community. It's a good day. Did we have an, a number of contests that were postponed or canceled because of COVID? We had a few, and uh, it was minimal. It certainly wasn't. Um, I think we had, that. Uh, to my knowledge, I think we had four contests last week mm-hmm. that were not able to be completed due to due to contact tracing. And as we've talked about before, a student testing positive for COVID is not what postpones a game. It's the close contact where kids then are sent home and not able to participate. So that's kind of... Uh, what we deal with right. but yeah it's less than it was last year and i think that's certainly a sign bob that you know i think at this point we've learned that COVID is not going to to leave us mm-hmm. um it, it's not going to go away but as a society we've got to learn to continue to live uh with COVID 19 and i think right. we're starting to do that and and that's why we're seeing people continue to play fans attending games and 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 the participation continuing on a uh, different note, this is the 50th anniversary of your volleyball championship and an historic act of legislation 50 years ago, creating Title IX, which has transformed high school and college sports, especially for young girls in our state and around the country. Boy, it has, and thank goodness it did. You know, I had a, I had a daughter myself that uh, was able to participate in high school, earned 11 varsity letters in three different sports, and the Title IX legislation opened those doors and, and gave young ladies an opportunity for participation, which is well-deserved, what should have happened, and mm-hmm. we're certainly glad that it did. You know, even though it's uh, the law of the land and we've been around it for a long time, there are still plenty of things we need to do and do better relative to uh, girls' athletics in our culture. No question, and that's something that I think we have to to continually remind ourselves of. It's I told somebody recently, I still have a sign in my my corner of memorabilia that I've kept over the years that says girls gym. I, I have that sign, not as a, uh, it, it's a remembrance. It's something that I can look at and say, that's a place we never want to go back again. And we can talk about the stories of when it was okay to put the word girls gym up in a smaller gym in a corner <laughs> of a school, mm-hmm. you know, with no bleachers. But that's not today. But we can never forget lessons, things that happened um in the past because if we forget history we're doomed to repeat it again and and i keep that just because that's a piece of history that we never want to repeat again paul nightig with us we're talking about high school sports and the ihsaa as i mentioned uh, this year's volleyball championship will will be commemorating the 50th year it doesn't seem possible and uh, we are off and running on another great volleyball season right now we are uh and you know it's it's amazing if you watch volleyball across the country and you look at where the, the volleyball in Indiana has certainly uh, received a little bit of recognition. Mm-hmm. And the quality of volleyball in this state continues to improve. I mean, we just had uh, the women's Olympic team that just won a gold medal had a girl from Northern Indiana that mm-hmm. led that team to a gold medal. And and Indiana volleyball players are playing all over this country, doing great things, and the the quality of the play in the in that in, in volleyball in the state of Indiana is just phenomenal. It's really a volleyball hotbed, and uh, when you you think about volleyball, yeah. you look at the coasts. You're right. 
uh, Midwest is playing some great uh, volleyball also. He's the commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Knighting. This is our weekly conversation about all things IHSAA related. Commissioner, thank you so much. Have a wonderful weekend. You too, Bob, and uh, good luck with your shows this weekend, and I'm sure you'll keep our fans on top of the scores and uh, what's going on throughout our state. We'll try our best. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to The Commissioner's Corner with IHSAA Commissioner Paul Neidig and Coach Bob Lovell. And thank you for your continued support of the high schools in your community. TCP, the complete printer at 1920 Jim New Drive in Plymouth, offers 30-plus years of experience printing for individuals, businesses, and corporations. TCP can personalize stationary business cards, pamphlets, brochures, and more with custom designs and layouts. TCP is the area's full-service four-color printer, offering quality offset and letterpress printing. Whether you need invitations, forms, tickets, small or large quantities of digital copies in black and white or color, the complete printer, TCP in Plymouth, is the right choice. At St. Joseph Health System in Plymouth, you and your loved ones will find some of the most advanced medical services in the region. While St. Joseph's care level is on par with the big city hospitals, they're different in one very significant way. They treat you with genuine, neighborly, small-town warmth from the moment you enter their doors. They know it's sometimes difficult to visit a loved one in the hospital. The goal at St. Joseph Health System in Plymouth is to make your visit as easy and comfortable as possible. St. Joseph Health System, Plymouth. And we're with Plymouth head football coach John Barron, and it's another week, another chance to play football, and you have to be pretty happy about what you saw last Friday. Yeah, I mean, there certainly were some things that, um, some positives that we can take away from um, uh, the game. We, we, I thought we competed at a high level. I don't, I don't think our kids showed any quit in them whatsoever. Not that you ever anticipate that, but you never know until you get under the fire and, and, uh, you know, the game could have gotten really lopsided really quickly. Um, you know, we gave up their first score, and then we punted. We punted twice, and then they got up two. Next day, just got up one. And then, um, you know, we got the big play on fourth down to make it 7-6. And then, um, you know, they always – the game was really never in doubt. I mean, they got two, three scores ahead of us, but we kept coming back. You know, um, we battled. Uh, but we did some positive things. Right. You know, I mean, some takeaways – from the game, you know, we outscored them in the fourth quarter, and it wasn't like they put their twos in no. early. I mean, their their ones were in there pretty much up until four minutes and thirty two seconds left to go. I paid attention, <laughs> yeah, um, but so you know, we outscored them in the fourth. Uh, we did reach some team goals. We didn't jump off sides, uh, which may not like wow, that's a team goal. Well, it is because this team can get. We jumped off sides seven times against them last year, and. Um, they get you going. They get you leaning, and they change, you know, snap count, and so that was another positives. And then we're we're even on the turnover. So we turned one over. Uh, we got them to turn over with the pick with Devontae, and then we didn't fumble the ball. And uh, you know that's big for our yeah. running backs to not and, and quarterbacks to not put the ball on the ground. So we did do some good things. You know, we just we gave up too many points. Right. Rusty and uh, our rush defense was 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 absolutely horrible. Um, they were good. Don't get me wrong. That's a good football team. But, you know, when you go back and look at the film, we just didn't, you know, we, we, we didn't do what I felt like we, we, we've taught them to do. Like, I'll be the first one to tell you when, when I screw up or when our staff doesn't prepare kids. But, um, 
that wasn't on us. You know, we, we got to get better up front defensively. Well, I, you know, you brought it up. Penalties, I mean, in the first game especially, it, you didn't have a penalty that killed a drive, and there really wasn't a flag until almost fourth quarter, I don't think. That was an amazingly clean game, which makes a huge difference. And Yeah, and it was. I think credit goes to the officiating crew, right. too. They yeah. were very good. First time we had them. Came all the way up from Martinsville. Officiating is not an easy thing to do in today's world. So they, they, they did a great job. And I think we had three penalties, and I think they were wrong. On all, <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you, I, I just got to be honest. I mean, the pass interference on Janda was not. It was a 50-50 call, right. but I think Luke got that call. It was right in front of the head coach. The cut block call was it, – it's a new rule. You can't go below the waist if the player starts out of the, the cut block area, but uh, that guy was in, not in position to call that. Um, I don't even remember the third one now, but I know it was not right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, our kids played pretty clean. Um, let's go ahead and bring this up, too, because it's the monster in the room. You've had to deal – Friday the heat hikes uh, – Sorry about that. That's all right. <laughs> see, I'm waving my hands so I can see that. Yeah. Um, the heat had an effect on Friday. You had a lot of guys going both ways, and you could tell that by the end of the game, some guys were, were looking for water. Yeah. Um, you've had to deal with it all week. It's not going away before Friday. And I think even bigger is how you dealt with it during practice this week. That becomes extremely difficult to know how hard to go, not to go, and all that. Yeah, we actually made our practices later this week um, just because the heat was pretty oppressive. And it's it's 2021, so more people know more about heat and humidity. So, you know, Rusty, the job has changed. Like, I don't, I don't get to make those decisions. Um, so... You know, when, when somebody tells me I can't practice at a certain time, I I don't. I mean, I didn't necessarily like it because I, <laughs> I think we need to build some toughness in right. our program. But, you know, it, it, toughness is a whole other viewpoint from people. I don't want to sound barbaric, but, you know, I do have our player safety in mind first. I'm, I'm a dad myself, so I get it. Um, but, no, we, we moved it later in the evenings and um, have, have had – Great practices, and the, the kids have been, you know, anytime you make change with high school kids, number one, it's hard on parents because they have to change their schedule. Um, and driving for our younger kids, it's a, it's a pain. I, right. And I appreciate their approach. Nobody's bitten my head off, at least that I know of, that, uh, you know, that we changed the schedule on them. And we did it quickly, and uh, it was unfortunate, but it, it is what it is. So we tried to stay out of the heat as much as possible this week. But it's going to be warm when we play, so, uh, you know, we got to get used to it. Well, and I was going to say, that's a big thing with the Coaches Association, heat acclimation, knowing all that, knowing when to hydrate, and, you know, being a doctor during the week, <laughs> in addition to, like we've heard, field maintenance and whatever coaches yeah. do, that's another thing on the plate. It is, you know, and we do get certified, but yet we don't get to make those decisions. Yeah. So, uh it's well, it is what it is. I mean, you know, sometimes you just you have to grin and bear it. And uh, you know, all the kids are looking at me and how I respond. So if I don't do it very positively or in a way that they see that I'm agreeing with my you know superiors, then that's probably not a good situation either. Let's talk about football. Uh, that would be nice, I'm sure. Um, 
Kokomo is going to be a completely different animal than what we saw last Friday. What do you what do you look on or what do you see on them uh, on tape? They're well coached. You yeah. know, they they really are. I think uh, um, Coach Colby. He's a young guy. He took over for his dad. Actually, he took over for somebody who took over the program for his father when he retired. Three year. The guy had a three year stint. We picked him up, uh, and then uh, Coach Colby took over. So, um, you know, he, he he's, a, he's a Kokomo kid. He's a Kokomo grad. Uh, he understands the offense because his father ran it when he was in high school. So you can see how well they, they you know, I look at stances and how get off the ball and how they tackle and how they execute. And uh, I really like their quarterback. He was He's a younger guy last year, but he plays middle linebacker too. So he's a big, strong kid. Uh, he's a really – baseball's, baseball's big down there. Like yeah. that's a culture of baseball. But this kid was a – is, is a big time baseball player from what I'm told, but but he's a hundred, he's 210 pounds, um, he's six footer, uh, but their offense is it's it's you need to come out and watch. I mean it's literally from end to end maybe six yards. That's it. There's nobody wider than that. Now they do break it, but not very often, and you have to make them break it. Uh, I don't even know. It's double tight, um, d- double wing tee. And it is, I mean, their splits called foot to foot. They're they're on top of each other's foot. I mean, they're so tight, it, it, they're like rubbing hips as they come off the ball, and they're just doing a lot of wedge blocking and pulling and misdirection. And uh, it's it's a handful. And they've got a running back that last year, you know, he made us he made us uh, look not too like we had been coached. But this Plez Lawrence, he's a junior, he's a senior now. Um, He's 180 powder. He he is he is a handful in space. I mean, I would love to see play. Not love to see it because I wouldn't want to defend it. But <laughs> him and Luke Amstutz's offense as oh, a yeah. slot receiver yeah. because this kid is so dynamic yeah. in the open field. Even when you think you have him down, he's one of the hardest runners to bring down that I've seen in, in a while. Um, and we've played against some good players, so he's a handful. I mean, Plez Lawrence is a handful. Their defense is is much better than last year. They don't have the size that they have up front last year. They kind of manhandled us at times, uh, and I'm, I'm hoping that our kids have, have gotten the message that um, we need to play better up front so that our linebackers can make plays. But even still, they're they're going to get they're going to move the ball, and and uh, we need we need to turn them over, and we need to get them off the field. So far as um... Your guys, I mean, how has practice been? How have you progressed? Are you on a schedule of where you want to be? Yeah, you know, this isn't something that you can teach a, a scout team in a day or two. It's just not. It, it's it's really hard. So we've really tried to make good reports for them to, through, through huddle, through video reports. Uh, we've had some, what I think of, of engaged meetings with the kids. Because we started last Saturday and said, look, guys, we're, we're – we're, yep, we I'm, we want to win. I, I want to win, but I'm, we're not going to beat you up Monday through Thursday right. to win on Friday. It's not going to happen. So we need you engaged mentally, and you know, and then we throw the wrench in that you know, okay, practice has been canceled till seven thirty <laughs> uh, at three twenty-two. Uh, it's you know, but they have been engaged, and I think you you can tell. You yeah. know, you coached. You know when the body language, the eye contact is there. 
the questions that you were receiving, um, they, they seem like they're engaged. These guys want to be good, you know, and it's not that we're bad. I mean, we just, we ran into a really good team on right. Friday and we played really hard and I'm proud of the, I'm proud of the effort. You know, you can't, you can't get on a group of kids when, when they're really giving you what they have, you know? I mean, you get on them when they're not giving it to you. Our kids are giving it to us, you know? There's a lot of noise out there of how bad Plymouth is, and, you know, they're 2-6 and six last year. Now they're 2-7 and seven in their last nine games. And Yeah, you're right. We are. And uh, But, you know, I think our coaches are coaching hard. I think – our players are engaged. I think our parents are supportive. We're trying to teach the game the right way. And, and you know, sometimes you just run into some really good people. And uh, I think our kids will give tremendous effort again. Um, speaking of that effort, what do you got to what what do you got to do to win the game? We got to get them off the field. Rusty. I mean, we, we literally almost gave up 600 yards of total offense. You know, at some years, that's three games that we play, yeah. you know, so. But part of that is our offense too. I mean, our and, and, and I think our offense was efficient. Um, and we scored 33 points. One of those was on a kickoff return. One of them was on a quote-unquote fake punt, or you know, fourth, and we scored because Michael Sheely made a great play against a great player. But you know, so we need to sustain some drives too. You know, our offense, our defense is really good when it's on the sidelines. I mean, it's got great stats. Yeah. You know, but I don't want to have that mentality. I mean, we're, we're putting our – we're going to be some changes in the lineup. We're, we're putting our best players on defense first. They're playing defense, you know. I'm going to try to keep Creek Bomb as healthy as possible. But everybody else is fair game on defense. So, you can't give up 600 yards and not put your best players right. on defense. Yeah. That's first. So, we, we, we have to make a punt. If they beat our best 11 players, then so be it, you know. Yeah. But at some point, somebody has to change this culture that's creeped in. It starts with me, obviously, but I don't play. Uh, I coach. So I know I'm surrounded by men who feel the same way I do. We're giving the coaching effort from, from every angle to try and flip this thing. Um, and I think our kids are paying attention. So we can't allow them just to push us around up front if that happens i'm confident in our in, in the game and if it doesn't though it's going to be the same outcome yeah. so we got to get them off the field somebody um you know Devontae has to be superman again <laughs> no i'm just kidding um but his performance last week was unbelievable um i just we just want to get better yeah. we get, get better in the areas that we feel we need to and that's run defense um, and this is a running team. So it's not like we're playing against a spread team and, oh, we gave up 200 yards rushing. Well, they only ran it. you know. So right. we have to play better defense. If we want to win games, we have to play better defense, period. Everything else take care of itself. Well, let's get that W. We'll talk to you after the game. All right. Thanks, Rusty. Let's put with head coach John Barron, and we'll take a break. Chances are, if you're from the Plymouth area, you or someone you know has purchased a vehicle from Oliver Ford Lincoln. For more than 60 years, Oliver Ford Lincoln has been serving the Plymouth area by offering new and used vehicles at an affordable rate. 
What separates us from the pack is our commitment to service. Oliver Ford Lincoln is focused on the customer at all times. Hi, I'm John Oliver. At Oliver Ford Lincoln, we treat you like family. That's why our amazing staff has been with us over the long haul and why so many customers come back for all of their automotive needs. Come give us a try today. We'll take great care of you. And welcome to the Rock Pot at Plymouth High School. I'm Rusty Nixon, Joe McKee, and it is Plymouth football on WTCA. Plymouth and Kokomo, and Joe, well, let's say hello to our streaming audience as well. Uh, if you happen to be watching on the uh, live stream for uh, Plymouth High School, hello just, to you guys. Hello. Just sit back and enjoy <laughs> yourself tonight. Um, I don't want to call this a must win because – it is, an, but the fact that it's a non-conference game, you had a mixed bag last week. You really need to get yourself a W here to get the confidence going the other direction, it would seem to me. Yeah, this would be an important game because next week we know we go to Warsaw, and that's going to be a tough task in itself. And Kokomo being a non-conference, bigger school than Plymouth, they uh, came off a 28-14 win last week against Western. So they're coming in, you know, riding a pretty high thing. So it's going to be a it's going to be a tough test for us tonight. Well, it will be, and uh, that Western game that is a, a rivalry for them. I mean, that uh, I think it's Russiaville where Western is. That's mm -hmm. right next door to Kokomo, and that's been a, a rivalry game for them over the years. And we're about to have the coin toss here at uh, the middle of the field. But Plymouth last week, you, it's the old, well, you want the good news or the bad news? The good news was the offense looked really good. And in his first high school start, Lennon Creekbaum looked like he'd been there for years. He did. He passed for 255 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, really good scrambling. Uh, did a great job running the offense. Our defense was a little suspect last week. I think it was 55 points we gave up, and, and we gave up nearly 500 yards on the ground rushing. East Noble averaged about 10 yards a carry against us last week, so we had no answer to their rushing game all night. And that, the bad news is the rushing defense, and if you listened a little few minutes ago, was the absolute focus of practice this week is this team has to get better defending the run. Yeah, they're going to – and we're watching uh, Kokomo's offense here in warm-up, and they oh, run yeah. that tight formation kind of like East no or, um, um, New Prairie, New Prairie yeah. does. I mean, they're heel-to-heel -heel and just run up the middle, and they look like they got some athletes. So our defensive line is going to have to make a pile. They, they can't get pushed off the ball. They're going to have to be disciplined, and uh, our linebackers are going to have to read and cover their keys. And that is a, the line is going to be a big deal tonight. And we've got some changes on that defensive line. Uh, we'll go ahead and we'll get those for you. Starting lineup. You got uh, Quintana and Chris Johnson are going to be the ends tonight. And then you got Joey Garcia in the middle, Connor DeLee as well, your two tackles. So that's your front four. Like you said, they got to make a pile. They they got to just make a, a make it make them run and kick it to the outside. Yeah, they they can't get pushed off. They got to control the line of scrimmage. The other part of that is they got to do that because they want their linebackers to make plays. Michael Norris, Caden Hooley, and Nathan Derrifield out there. Also Michael Sheely, your four linebackers. If you're hearing their name a lot, they're doing well on defense. Mm -hmm. And one stat that I did see against Kokomo last week, Kokomo's quarterback, Barker, who is an athlete, I mean, we're just watching him warm up. He, he's something special. But he did fumble four times last week. So 
Our defense is going to have to be opportunistic and try to get some turnovers. The other part of that is you you don't want to hear these guys' names making tackles, but Devontae Garcia made a lot of them last week. He's at safety. Your corners are Sean Janda and Alan Pereira. So that's your defense. Plymouth is going to get the ball first here. They'll tee it up and kick it off. And to do that for Kokomo, it's kind of hard. I forgot who we were playing there for a minute. Uh, Diego Ginner will be the uh, one kicking off. We'll go over some names with Kokomo here, too. They've got one name you're going to hear a lot tonight is Plez Lawrence. And we'll talk about that in a minute. As Ginner gets ready to kick it off, it is a low-line drive. It will get into the end zone. And it'll be first and 10 at the 20 for Plymouth. And I was watching him in warm-up, and he was kicking 40, 45-yard field goals with ease. You did, You always watch the kickers, I, don't well, you? Well, you know, special teams is kind of important to Plymouth last week. We got a kickoff return and a long return by Garcia. So I think Kokomo went to school on that and just kick it in the end zone. Well, nobody wants to give Devontae Garcia the football anymore. And, you know, we didn't even talk about his game last week. He basically did everything. So it'll be Quentin Heine as the running back. Creekbaum ready to go. He's got wide receivers to both sides. He'll look to the sideline for the play. They wanted to see Plymouth will come out and they'll call a snap just to see how the defense reacts. Then they'll change the play on the sideline. So they're ready to go. Heine moves forward a couple of steps. Snap. They'll fake the handoff. Kriegbaum throwing right away. Hits his man over the middle. Is Darifield. He'll pick up eight. But, boy, he got level. And that was number 21 to Shea Stewart. Again, that's a good, quick pass. Good confidence builder but for Creekbaum. Just about a, well, about an eight, nine-yard gain right there. But just basically a long run. The ball at the 29, Plymouth with a second down and short. Very manageable here. They got wide receivers to both sides. Man in the slot to the left is Garcia. Snap, they'll hand it to Heine up the middle. He's into the second row, and he'll get all the way out to the 35. First down, Plymouth. Good start for the offensive line. They good pass protection, and then open a nice hole there for the running back. First and 10, Plymouth football at the 35. They'll come out with Creek Bomb, obviously the quarterback, Heine the lone running back. This time they've got men in both slots. Darafield to the left, to the right is Garcia. Devin Bowering is the wide receiver on the right side. We need to set the starters for you. Creek Bomb in trouble. He oh, gets he the outside. He fumbled the football. It's still on the ground, but Kokomo's going to come away with it. And Rusty, that's something we, we were going to talk about in the pregame, I think. But last week, Creek Bomb kind of carried that uh, away from his body a little bit. And I'm sure they talked to him over the week, but right off the bat, that's what happened. And that is exactly, I'm sure that was a subject of some film study for Kokomo. I'm sure Kokomo went over that. So now the defense, not only are they going to have to deal with this offense, it's short field, and that is not where you want to put these guys. And this offense is kind of really fun to watch. I mean, it's you literally, okay, they're on the left hash. They won't get to the numbers. Oh, no, not even close. They aren't even close. They literally, I know John said maybe six yards from side to side. I don't think it's that far. No. And your running back is one step behind the quarterback. Now they're going to shift out of it, and they're going to spread wide. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah, <laughs> They got wide receivers to both sides. Man in the slot here to the left. Man in motion. We'll get the handoff, and it's going to be a double handoff and a trick play pass. 
you know, if he would have ran that ball, there was nobody over there. John Curl took the reverse handoff and threw the football, and it wasn't near anybody. If he would have kept running, nobody would have touched him. So the first pass is by the wide receiver, and it's incomplete. Clock stops at 10.55. No score here. We're just underway at Plymouth. That may be his last pass for a while. It might that be the last uh, pass we see tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so now they're back out in that tight formation. Running back, I don't even know how he can see anything. They pitch it into the secondary. Plez Lawrence, we guy. were going to, here's my guy. He scores. Pitched it to him. He took a step to the outside and went right back up the middle. Nobody touched him for 35 yards, and it's a touchdown. That uh, kind of looked like East Noble from last week. That was just second play from scrimmage goes for six, and that is definitely not what John Barron wanted to see. There was nobody in the middle. It was wide open. And, again, and that was a short pitch that just went right off tackle, and, yeah, nobody touched him. Nobody was near him. So now Ginder will come on, and he will kick it out of the hold of the quarterback, Evan Barker. It is up, and it is good. And we have 10.48 to go in the first quarter, and it is 7-0. Kokomo, back after this. Having problems with your well or need a new well? Call Montgomery Well Drilling. They're a complete water system service where they deal with residential and industrial wells from 4 to 12 inches. Montgomery Well Drilling uses a rotary well drilling system with constant pressure water system installed. Montgomery Well also has 24-hour emergency service, so call Calvin or Tim at 936-6239 for all your well needs. Montgomery Well Drilling, 12499 Olive Trail, Plymouth, serving the Plymouth community for 30 years. We're back, Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Joe McKee, and Kokomo has struck very quickly, second play from scrimmage. Well, that's what they're going to do, running the football out of this offense. I don't think you'll see a double reverse pass again tonight. No, and, and, and they shouldn't. That's, uh, <laughs> that's not what Plymouth wanted to see right out of the gates. I, I mean, that's uh, you want to build confidence in them for the week and you know do some different techniques, but... Well, let's see what happens here. Their offense started off strong. Started with a fumble. Lennon Creekbaum trying to get out to the right side after a Plymouth first down. And he got stripped from behind. That's obviously been a point of emphasis at Kokomo. Kickoff is back into the end zone. Devontae Garcia will catch it. But he's back there in touchback territory. He'll come out to the 20. It'll be first and 10 Plymouth again from the 20. Again, I kind of said it last week, we got to slow this game down. We can't give Kokomo the ball right back. We need our offense to keep out on the field a little bit, get a long drive, get some confidence, uh, give the defense a rest. They'll come out of the huddle. They got Bowering out here to the right. We'll set the starters for you here in just a second for Plymouth. It'll be first and 10, 10.48 to play in the first. In motion is Garcia. They'll pitch it to him. He's out to the right side. He's got a man in front, Heine, and a couple of folks will run him down, run him out of bounds, but he'll pick up seven. So nice, safe play. I mean, that was a pitch at uh, very easy sweep. Get Garcia the ball. I mean, he was electric last week. They'll mark him out at the 26, so a gain of six, second and four. Freak Bomb has him out of the huddle, ready to go. He's got a man in the slot to the right. Snap, 
Hands it to Heine. He's right up the middle, following those big guard and tackle is Popey and Quintana on the left side, and he'll pick up five for the first down. And I would just keep doing that, just pound it up the middle, let the offensive line get their confidence. So it'll be first and 10, football at the 32. And Plymouth out of the huddle. Got a man in the slot to the right side this time. That's Garcia. Wide receivers to both sides. Snap. Brigbamo handed off up the middle. Heine locked up real quickly. He'll go down maybe a yard. Boy, what I thought there is Kokomo was trying to rip that ball away. They're definitely grabbing the ball. Lyman for Plymouth tonight. You've got it the right side. Connor DeLee, James Tolson, the tackle and guard center is Thad Pletcher. On the left side is Popey and Quintana. Darifield is one running back along with Garcia. Wide receivers are Seth Mills and uh, where's the other? Devin Bowering. And the quarterback, obviously, Lennon Creekbaum, Quentin Heine, the running back, starting offense for Plymouth tonight. Snap goes to Creekbaum. They'll hand it off. Heine again, pushing, but he's not going to get more than two. They'll give it to him at the 35. So the second down play gets a couple more. It'll be third. I'm going to call it eight. It's probably close to seven, but short gain again. Be a good uh, opportunity here for one of those run pass options. So Creekbaum gets the play from the sideline. He's called. Plymouth does not huddle. Get the play from the. Now they're going to come a little bit tighter with this formation. Wide receiver bowering to the left with Garcia in the slot. No wide on the right side. Now he wants Garcia in motion. Snap to Creekbaum. Drops it. He'll pick it up again. He'll just go to the right side. Nothing there. He gets maybe a yard and it'll be fourth down. The snap was a pretty decent snap. He just kind of fumbled it just a little bit and threw the timing off. He's kind of yelling at himself right there. Looked like he might have just taken his eye off it for yep. just a second to look to that side, and it cost him. So now it'll be fourth down and five. Pick up a one, or, yeah, let's call it two. Pick up a two. We'll give him a benefit of that. Well, last week we tried a fake punt and got a touchdown. Now we got so. a whistle, and the play is going to stop. Time Looks out, like Kokomo. Kokomo called a timeout. So Kokomo will take a timeout. We'll take one as well. We've got 8.01 to play in the first period, 7 nothing to the Wildcats. Are you in pain from injury or arthritis? What if there was a place that could meet all of your orthopedic needs? A place where you're treated like a person? What if that place wasn't in Chicago or Indianapolis? There is such a place. Rochester Orthopedics, your regional orthopedic specialist. When you're looking for comfort and relief, remember, trust the board certified and fellowship trained surgeons, Dr. Lisa Ronback and Dr. Jeffrey Sheedy at Rochester Orthopedics. Call for an appointment today, 574-223-9525 and come to expect the best. Coach Kokomo's sideline didn't like something they saw. Well, I think they're probably going to go over the scouting report, Rusty, because last week in Plymouth, in this situation, about the same spot in the field, they tried a fake punt. And Michael Sheely made a great play on that. Yeah, I'm sure they're reminding the Kokomo defenders about that. So Plymouth, in that short punt formation, we'll see if they do it. That's the thing out of this. You have to respect the fact that we might run a play. They've decided they're going to take care of that with the deep man. That's Tashay Stewart back at the 40. 
Snap will come from the Plymouth 37. Creek bomb with Heine in the backfield. Now Stewart coming forward. He'll back out again. Oh, they and got they it. They got a, a little piece bit. of it. Punt was slightly blocked. It's yep. going to go out of bounds. They'll down that the Whoa. It's going to come all the way back to the 46. So a 10-yard punt. Not even that. Nine-yard punt. Nine-yard punt. I think they got a piece of it as well. I think they did too. But, you know, you take that risk of dropping back five yards in that quick punt. Any kind of penetration, that defender's right there. So another short field for Kokomo. They're in Plymouth territory again at the 46. This defense, talk about under fire. Both possessions here have been in Plymouth territory. Kokomo out in motion is Lawrence. They'll hand it on misdirection back the other way. Stewart, good play by Hooley. As he takes him down, he was one tackle break away from a big game. But, again, that's Hooley staying at home, and that, that's his area he needs to defend. Did a good job, only a three-yard game. So it'll be second down and seven here. Football marked at the 43 of Plymouth. Barker will go to the sideline, come back with the play. 7.27 clock running here. In the first period, Plymouth trails at 7 to nothing. Barker has him out. Running back, I don't know how when he gets into his stance, he isn't bumping the quarterback's rear end. Lawrence will take it into the middle, and they'll take him down maybe two as they'll mark him down at the 41. Did a good job there. That's exactly the same play they just scored a touchdown on. Les Lawrence is that kind of player that you need to take him to the ground. If you do not do that, you may see nothing but his backside in the end zone. He's built pretty solid. And he will not go down. You think you got him, and he will just break it and go. Saw that a number of times last year down at Kokomo. Play comes in from the sideline. Player bringing it in is Camden Horner. And now they're back out. In motion is Lawrence. They'll pitch it to him out wide to the right. He's got room, got a flag. He'll break a tackle. He's into the secondary. They'll run him out at the 25, but I think it's coming back. They're going to call hold. Hold on, Kokomo. Lawrence got to the outside. If he beats you to the spot out there, I don't believe you're going to catch him. He will get there and turn it. He got upfield quite a ways before they were able to run him out. They're market. Boy, that's a bad spot. We'll obviously take the penalty, but they had him out all the way back at about the 28. I'm sure he didn't go out till about 25 or 23 easy. But it's all going to come back. Holding penalty will put it at the 47. Stops the clock at 625. And that, that was a tough call. You, you could see there Kokomo's running back trying to get off that block, but just couldn't quite do it. Third down and long now. It's going to be 18 to go. Snap out of the shotgun. Barker just tosses it out here to Lawrence. He's all the way back out to the 40, and he'll run over Sheely. Michael getting up slowly, and so he'll pick up almost all of it. It's going to be fourth and two, just a little, basically a just pitch. Nothing. I, it's I not mean, a, it was a running play is really all it was. He just went out to that outside, and they Pretty much just pitched it to him. But this makes it a very manageable fourth down. So fourth and short. It'll be fourth 
and three. Big, big stop for Plymouth right here. Barker ready to go in motion. He's running back. They'll hand it to him, and he'll easily make it. He'll get into the secondary. He's going to be drugged down about the 32. New running back for Kokomo is Shane Spear. He is a big, strong kid, and he just bowled his way forward for about 10. Well, he just made up for that holding call because that's who the holding call is called on. So he'll come to the sideline and say, hey, it was 50%. We're okay. Play comes in. Camden Horner obviously going to split time. Running plays in. Like I said, the running back behind the quarterback, when he goes into his stance, I don't know how he's not touching the quarterback. Handoff goes to the left side this time. Back is out there. He'll get all the way down to the 20 before he's ridden out of bounds. That's Jalen Cannon. I'm sorry, it's 22. Keegan Name with the carry. And it'll be good for a first down with a gain of 12. It's down at the 20. Really got to stiffen up here. We have to keep containment there. They're making that look way too easy. As tight as they are, you would think containment on something like that would be, I don't want to say easy, but doable. Well, they're making a living on the outside. Now they're going to spread it out. They got a wide receiver way out to the other side. That's John Curl. Got a man in the slot, Barker is going to take the shotgun, same play they ran to Lawrence before. Good job by Darafield to get there, but he misses him, and now he'll just jog in and score. Darafield was there. Lawrence just made him miss, and then he just beat everybody to the pylon. Yeah, again, that was almost like a push pass. I mean, he almost that was almost like a basketball. I'm not know, sure it's not a lateral. It very well could have been. I mean, he definitely didn't have a motion going forward. It would be a, a, a pitch. On, him, on that, except that he's so far away from the quarterback. He basically just tosses it out there. Same play to the right side that they ran to the left before. And so now, 13 to nothing. Ginner will come on and try to add the extra point out of the hold of Barker. Snap, kick is up. Ooh, he might have missed and that. And they're going to no. give it to him. See, that's why I never call I it. I know. It just looked. He could have. So it was through, and it's 14 to nothing. Kokomo with a quick early lead. We still got 40, 36 to play, 436 to play in the first period. We'll take a quick break right back. Want to know what's going on in Marshall County? Just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Joe McKee. Two quick scores in short field. I, you know, defense is, was going to have their hands full anyway, but when you're giving them short field, the first two possessions, that just makes everything that much more difficult. It does, and they had them in third and long and then fourth and short, so they had a chance to get off the field there. That that was a big drive for Kokomo. Cole Boroff will kick it off this time. He has it deep and high. It's going to get into the end zone easily. And so Plymouth, once again, will have it first and 10 at the 20. See if the offense can get something going here. Huffman Electric is a complete electrical company. If it has to do with electricity, they can install it, troubleshoot it, fix it. 
Upman Electric offers free estimates when you need them for residential, commercial, or industrial service. Give them a call, 574-953-8601. Plymouth has their third possession of the night. Remember, we got the kickoff, so Kokomo will have it out of the halftime break. And that doesn't mean a lot right now, but you've got to stop the bleeding here. Handoff goes to Heine. He goes to the right side. He finds some running room. It's about five down to the 25. You know, we've had success running the ball right up the middle. I mean, five-yard gain, we'll take that all night. Just we need to keep on this game plan. And you've talked about it, too. You probably want to slow this game down a little bit. You do, because this is just feeling like the last week's game. I mean, because Kokolo's had long, quick scores, and we, we can't recover. Creek bomb ready. He's got wides to the right side, and a play is blown up. Heine got it, was hit instantly. He breaks a tackle. He'll lose one. He could have lost four or five. Yeah, we kind of missed a block there on the right side. Uh, left defensive end of Kokomo came right through. Third down and seven now. Football at the 23. Creek bomb looks to the sideline for the call. He's got it. He's got Mills and Garcia to the left side. Wide man out here is Bowering. They'll put a trips out there with Darafield on the right side. Back to throw. He's going to have pressure on the back side. Creekbaum didn't have a chance. Nobody touched. The linebacker from the other side, they sent Tracy Dowling. He went straight to the quarterback. Lennon never saw him, and it's going to be a big loss back to the 14. And he looked like he was shot out of a cannon. He came on a dead run. Nobody touched him. Lennon was faced the other way. Didn't see him coming. Lucky we didn't fumble that ball. Left side, outside linebacker. He was coming all the way, and he just ran Lennon down from behind. So fourth and forever. Football at the 14. You got to think after last week's film that Kokomo is going to blitz a lot because East Noble did. Creek Bomb will be back. Pretty obviously going to kick it here. He'll get it away. I'm not so sure they didn't get a piece of that might have. It's going to take a Plymouth hop, but it's still going to stay well in Plymouth territory. 26-yard oh, <laughs> punt. 26-yard punt. It's going to be down at the 39. So uh, Kokomo will take over once again. Very short field. I mean, they've scored twice, and they probably have less than 100 yards of total offense. Oh, they absolutely do. They started within 35-40 both times. 14 to nothing, our score, 230 to play. And Kokomo will get their third possession of the night. They've scored on the first two. We have to keep containment here. We can't keep letting them get outside and just those easy handoffs. Well, you can't let Plus Lawrence see any open no. space in front of him or you will not see him again. They come out in that tight formation again. Parker, in motion is Lawrence. He'll hand it to him. He gets to the outside, breaks a tackle into the secondary, breaks another tackle. He's down the right side. He's going to score again. Les Lawrence just takes it off the right side, breaks three tackles, and there's six more. That's exactly what you just said, Rusty, because he was tackled three or four times and wouldn't go down. I think Plymouth thought he was going to go down. But see, that's if you watch the game last year, that's exactly what happened. He would actually be on the ground, use his hand to stay up. He is a dynamic running back, and he has two scores tonight. 
20 to nothing, 223 to play. Extra point here by Ginner. And Barker will hold it again. So we're still at 223 in the fourth or first quarter, and it's already 20 to nothing, Kokomo. Snap, ball is down, kick is up, and that, that one is good. So we'll take a break. It is 21 to nothing, Kokomo, in the first period. We'll be back after this timeout. Today is a great time to look at the track you've had your eye on. So stop in at MasterTech in Plymouth to look over and test drive one of the new Montana tractors. With a three-year warranty, Montana tractors are built for a rugged, reliable performance. Pound for pound, they're today's best buy in utility and compact tractors. Plus, you can match your tractor to a wide range of American-made Montana implements. See MasterTech in Plymouth and check out the model that's right for you. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Joe McKee. It is 21 to nothing, Kokomo. We have 223 to play in the first quarter. And Plymouth will get the ball back. Teeing it up for Kokomo is Cole Boroff. Garcia will be back deep. I'll be surprised if he sees the football. I say we really haven't been able to get him in the game yet tonight because they've been kicking in the end zone. So Boroff will tee it up, and he's ready to go. The kick is in the air. It's a low-line drive and a hop. Gets over the head of Garcia and into the back of the end zone. That'll be a touchback. So Plymouth will start at the 20 once again. At this point, you got to do something to turn this momentum around. Kokomo is just having their way. They really are. They're blitzing. I, I mean, those quick passes and runs up the middle were working. I mean, we've had some success. I... We'll see what happens here. It's got to be frustrating. Had a fumble on the first possession and then just haven't been able to do much since then offensively. First and 10 at the 20. Creek Bomb has Garcia in motion. He'll pitch it to him. He gets to the outside, gets a block, but they close that really quickly and he'll pick up probably one. Depends on, hell yeah, let's call it one, second and nine. Again, that was like just a little chest pass. I, I mean, it just, you know, he's just shuttled it to him. Going to have trips here to the left side, both Garcia and Darafield in the slot. Mills, the wide receiver to the left, bowering out here to the right. Piney behind Creek Bomb, trying to figure out where he, now he's going to go to the left side. Lennon takes a snap. He's going to throw. Rolls to the right. He's got pressure. He's going to have to get out or throw it. He's going to get tackled for a huge loss. And he'll be down all the way back at the five. Just never got anything. He was under pressure almost immediately. That's one of those times where you probably just need to throw it out, get of it out of bounds. Yeah, I mean, he kept trying to make a play, looking downfield, doing the right things, but you got to know when to get rid of the ball. That would have been the better decision at that point. So now it is third down and 25 25 at the five. Man in the backfield in the end zone is Heine. Snap. They'll hand it to him right up the middle. He's got some room, runs into a huge. (laughs) I'll tell you what. Shane Spear is a load. He's 24. He's one of their running backs, but he is a load. He's not afraid to hit. And he will hit you. 
Spear at 6'2", 225. He's only a junior. Fourth and forever. Football at the seven. Kriegbaum clearly will have to punt it here. He gets it away clean this time. And that one takes a hop backwards. So you can't get a break in the punt game tonight. That'll be on the 28. About a 21-yard punt. So we've been averaging less than 30 yards a punt. Again, we give him great field position on the 28-29 yard line. So it'll be first and 10. We still have 29 seconds to play in the first period. It's already 21 to nothing. Kokomo with a lead. Well, defense needs that. They need to make a stop. Got to do something. I mean, there's got to be something in here that we can, you can get any kind of confidence going. Now they're coming out in that spread again. They got wide receiver two to the right side. Barker and Plez Lawrence in the backfield. In motion is Lawrence. Barker will take the snap. He goes to the left side. He finds some room. Runs over a guy. Breaks a tackle. Gets all the way down to the 10. Barker just runs over a couple of guys. Breaks a couple of tackles. He'll pick up about, what is that, 15? And it'll be first and 10. Football will be placed down at the 12. And that should get us to the quarter, Rusty. But, again, I think Plymouth thought that they had Barker down, and he just kept going. We're we're not wrapping up as well as we should. Play comes in, and they're not going to run one. We'll all go to the sideline. So it has been a very tough first quarter here for the guys in red as they come to the sideline after the end of 12 down 21 to nothing. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's Plymouth football on WTCA. Since 1930, Marshall County RMC has provided dependable electricity and quality service to its members. Marshall County RMC strives to provide dependable electricity at a competitive cost to every member in their rural coverage area. Today, RMC serves roughly 6,000 members. Marshall County RMC, a touchstone energy cooperative. For all of your auto parts needs, stop by Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts at 500 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth. Hoffman's, a family-owned business since 1929, is affiliated with Federated Auto Parts. Whether you need oil and filter for an oil change or a new transmission, Hoffman Brothers will make sure you get the right parts and service you need. Stop by 500 West Jefferson Street in the old Oliver Ford dealership and check out Hoffman Brothers' new location. Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts, open six days a week. Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon and Joe McKee. We have played one quarter. It's 21-0 Kokomo, and we talked about Plus Lawrence before. 96 yards rushing in the first quarter, and he has only carried the ball four times. So So he's dynamic. He's on pace for about a 400-yard game. 96 (laughs) yards and three touchdowns in the first quarter for Plus Lawrence. So first and 10, Kokomo with it to start the second quarter. Football's at the 12 in motion is the running back Spear. They'll take it straight ahead off tackle, and that is Trey Marciniak with his first carry of the night. He'll be close to a first down, but just short, second and less than one. Football at the three-yard line. You're knocking on the door again. It's already 21 to nothing. 
They'll come out of the huddle. Barker has them ready to go. Marciniak, the running back, also on the sides there. Spear in motion is Lawrence. They'll hand it to Marciniak, and he'll have a little difficulty, but takes it into the end zone. Another score for Kokomo. Again, he didn't go down. Kokomo's backfield is runs very hard. They will run extremely hard. So it's 27 to nothing now with 11-21 to play in the half. Barker will hold her. Old Boroff will be on to kick this one. And Barker will hold it. So snap is a little bit wide. Good job by Barker to bring it back and the kick is good. And that'll make it 28 to nothing. We'll keep it here. Looking for new flooring in Plymouth. And visit Artisan Flooring on North Michigan Street. They offer today's newest looks with a large selection of beautiful flooring and stock. They were voted best of Marshall County five years in a row. Residential or commercial flooring, call Artisan Flooring today, 574-540-2184. Well, if they'll take the, well, at least your kickoff team's getting some, or kickoff return team's getting some work. But well, not really. Because they haven't they even been able to catch it. Yeah, they've kicked in the end zone, and that was our strongest, one of our strongest teams last week. Devontae Garcia has only had the ball in his hands twice, and they have wrapped him up quickly. Again, I'm sure in the scouting report that was their key player, and you know the coaches have to keep coaching here. It's 28 nothing early in the second quarter, and you know this game's almost really kind of got away from Plymouth, but it's a long season. Again, we talked about it. It's not an NLC game, and it doesn't get any easier going no. forward, Rusty. And, and the similar similar offense to what they're going to see next week at Warsaw. Well, so, I mean, it's, so it's important for the coaches to work on things, try to figure some things out going forward. And it, it it's a tough task because you're looking at the body language down there, the kids, and it looks like they're down 28 nothing. Kick is ready to come from Ginner. He'll kick it hard, high, and deep. It's go. going to be short enough for Garcia to get a shot. He takes it at the seven. Gets to the left side. Gets a hold. Big hit. He took a shot from number 22, Keegan Name. He did get hit. And he'll come into the huddle. He, You know, and the thing about Devontae, he's not going to let you know, even if he did feel it. No, he's adjusting his helmet, and they're kind of snapping. Yeah, I don't right think, yeah, I think some snaps got loosened. Yeah, uh, yeah he, got, he got ripped. But he did get out to the 32. So best starting field position easily tonight for Plymouth. Wide receivers to both sides for Creekbaum. Heine the running back. Garcia in the slot to the left. Snap, he'll hand it to Heine right up the middle. Carries a couple of people. He'll get down to the 36-yard line. Again, a good first down gain, about four yards right up the middle. East with the stop for Kokomo. And now it'll be second down and six. Creek bomb with it. Hits the play. I think you're going to see them run the football here. Try to run I some clock. I think they need to. Snap. They're sending the house, too. And Heine gets tackled right away. 
They were sending everybody and ends up being Kamani Howard who gets him. He didn't really have anybody blocking him, but there wasn't anybody left to block him. No, I, I think Kokomo's listening to the broadcast, Rusty, because <laughs> we're going to keep running. They just brought everybody, like you said. The only guy that was still back there was the safety. Everybody else was coming right to the spot. Creek bomb. Has a snap. He'll hand it off. Goes straight ahead. Heine will pick up about three. You know, Rusty, it's fourth and two and a half. I, you have to go for it. I, I mean, what do you got to lose? I would agree with you. Your kicking game hasn't uh, been real stellar tonight, and that, you have to try to go for it. And and they are. Lennon will have Amadi. He's got trips to the... Right side, Mills is the lone receiver back here to the left near the sideline. He'll get the play. 9.29 clock moving. Nine on the play clock. Snap, he looks throw to it. throw. Now he gets out of the – out of the, and he'll run it. And he'll take it out of bounds. So a nice read. That's what you want to see out of your young quarterback. Yep. Well, I guess he's not young, but your inexperienced quarterback. If he can start to make those decisions, that makes a big difference. Well, I think they made it easy for him there. I mean, it's one look. He wasn't open, then take off. I mean, they only gave him one read there, I believe. 48 is where he's run out of bounds. Big gain and a first and 10. Plymouth, we're in the other side of the football field for the first time tonight. Man moves to the left is Heine. Wide receivers both sides. Heine up the middle. He'll pick up about seven. He's marked down at the 39. That's been there. It, it has been all night, and this is just what Plymouth needs to do. Second down and three. Nine minutes to play in the half. Rick Baum has Garcia in the slot to the right. Mills and Bowering are the wide receivers. Heine, the running back. He'll get set. Now, Lennon wants Heine on the other side. He'll take the snap, hands it off to him. He gets through the middle. He's going to be close, and I believe he's got the first down. I think down. they're going to give it to him. They should. They should. I think he, that's not a bad spot. It's not where I would have put it, but then, you know, I'm a Plymouth guy, so well, <laughs> you can't trust me. It's gonna. They're gonna have him short. They're giving. It, it yeah, to I was him. gonna say they better measure that. Say they're either gonna have to measure or give it to him. They'll give it to him, but he'd be first and ten. Plymouth finding something here offensively at least. Football at the thirty-eight, eight thirteen and counting. They trail at twenty-eight to nothing. We're in the second period. Heine will move to the left. Now they'll hand it to him. Up the middle, he's got a great block. I don't know who 50 was, but he was leading that pretty well. Let me get that number for you. That is Tolson. They were they liked his game last week. Kokomo will take a timeout. I got a feeling they don't like what they're seeing no. clearly. So we'll take a short break as well. 28 to nothing. Kokomo, 754 in the first half. Back after this. 
Financing your home through First Federal Savings Bank is just the beginning of a long and friendly relationship. After your loan closes, First Federal will still be there to help you with any of your loan servicing needs. Lending specialists Larry Falsich or Gina Howell are ready to help you with your loan. When it's time to buy a home, finance it through First Federal Savings Bank at 2113 North Michigan Street in Plymouth or apply online at www.firstfederalsavingsbank.com. Borrowers must meet underwriting guidelines. A delivery fee will be applicable to the loan. FDIC insured. Equal housing lender. Larry Falstich. NMLS 399950. Gina Howell. NMLS 399951. Back at Plymouth High School. Rusty Nixon with Joe McKee. Second down and five here after the timeout. And you talk about Tolson. I, I, he's listed at 5'5", 160 pounds. So. Week in, week out, he's going to be undersized, so it's going to be so important for him to have good technique and to stay low on his defender. The coaches liked his performance a week ago. They thought he played a nice game. We know Pletcher. Pletcher, was, he was the one who just – he was trying to hide out there when he had the cramp. He wasn't coming off the field. He was, like, hiding behind the other guys. He could barely walk. So you got some linemen out there laying it on the line. I he'll take it again and – I don't know where 23 came from. He's one of their linebackers. That is uh, Tyrese Tucker. He's the one who blew that up. He found a hole and got in there quickly. Yeah, I think they uh, had him coming the whole way, trying to stop that dive play right up the middle. Third down, no gain on the play. Five. Football stays at the 33. Man in the slot to the left side. Short side here is Garcia. Snap, fake to Heine. Back to throw. Creek bomb bounces it. Had a man on the sideline, Mills, and he just bounced it to him. He did, and Mills was right at the first down marker. Probably would have had it. I, I think Creek bomb just kind of hurried that rush because he was open. He was open, but that was really the first time he's had a chance to throw the football all night. Yeah. He tried to put a little something extra on that, I think. It's kind of the nose of the ball went down. Went right into it. So, fourth down now. Clock stopped at 7.20. Football at the 33. Play clock is moving. It's still got 25. Now they're going to reset it again. And it's going to go all the way back up to 40. I don't know why they took so long to reset the play clock, but... Sure, they're happy to have a little extra time to call this play because this is a big one. Big play, fourth five. Nice drive going here. This is really important for Plymouth. Trips to the right side. Heine, the running back. Seth Mills, the only wide receiver to the left. They'll get to the play from the bench now as they wanted to see how the lineup was set, how they'd move. Middle linebacker was coming on that. So now the play will change. Heine will go to the right. Trips will come in a little bit tighter. Snap. Creek Mom will roll that way to the right. They're going to have a flag. That was clearly a holding call. Yeah. As now Creek Mom will just get ridden out of bound on the sideline. That was uh, Jaquan. Uh, where is him? Where is he at? They don't have 27 listed. <laughs> they don't. They don't have a 27, but he is the one who rode Creek Bomb out of bounds. There was a definite hold on the play. And, of course, Kokomo will They'll, uh, decline that. So a big loss will put the football all the way back at the 42 and first down at Kokomo again. And any positive confidence you were gaining there goes out the window now. Well, let's see if our defense can get a stop here. I I don't know that we've got a stop all year, Rusty. I'm not sure. I don't know if we have. I'm not sure if we have either. 
First and 10. Offen you know, they say offense in a phone book, phone booth. This Boy. is this is offense in a, a closet. Pitch goes to the outside. Man comes back up the middle, breaks a couple of tackles. Guess who? Wes Lawrence will pick up eight out of something that looked like he was going to lose five. You just almost lose him in between all those big linemen. They're, they're so tight. And you have to square him up to tackle him. He's not going to go down unless you hit him head on. Second and four, pickup of six, football at the 48. Lawrence to the left, to the right, it is Tache Stewart. They'll hand it to Lawrence. He gets to the right side, makes a move, makes a miss, breaks a tackle, breaks another tackle, making a move out there. He's dancing around. Finally, four Rockies are able to bring him to the ground, but not until he gets the first down. He made probably seven guys miss before they finally corralled him. He's not going to go. He's like a Madden game there, you know, with the spin and everything. I remember He's somebody uh, else who used to run like that. Yeah, He's I do too. Coaching on the sideline right now for Plymouth. He just—he had really good coaching at a young age. That's all I can say. <laughs> yes, he did. But you know, and I'm sure it's the same thing. I used to ask Benji. I said, "What are you thinking about when you get the ball?" He said, "Scoring." And I got no doubt. That's what Lawrence is thinking about. That's what he was taught. They'll spread. They'll spread it out. They'll hand it to him again. He'll go to the right side, and he'll find some room out there. He's finally brought to the ground by Connor Delee, and Connor will come to the sideline. He got a little emotional at the end of that. I think they want to say, "Look, dude, you don't need a penalty at the end of this to go with it." A little frustration there, but you like the emotion. Yes, I, I you mean, do. You don't want to back down here. Pick up a five. It'll be second and five. Football at the 41. And we're going to reset the clock. Yes, 42nd clock. Now it looks like Quintana will come off as well. We're going to get him some water. Well, you remember last week we had a lot of cramping issue, and you don't want that to happen you again. Got to make sure that doesn't happen. You can't afford to have any of these guys on the sideline. So a second down, 5-11 to play in the half. In motion is Lawrence. They'll pitch it to him. He'll bring it right back up the middle, and Caden Hooley was having nothing to do with that. He'll get him after a gain of two. Hooley had a nice game last week, too. I mean, he made some He's key a player. Tackles. He really is. The other thing about that, though, Joe, is that our linebackers are really undersized, and if we can't keep linemen off of them, well, that's Kay a problem. Caden's listening to 5'10", 160. He's fast. He's fast. He'll come and but, hit you. But you got to keep people at Darrowfield is not a big guy. So it looks like Stewart starts off. He'll come back on. The other running back is Keegan Names. Oh, Snap will have a penalty. I don't know why they let that go. Barker was drugged down after a loss of five. And two men in motion. But the question is, in high school, don't they stop the play? I would think that would have been a dead ball. And now they're going to give. We're going to decline it, obviously. But I thought the I thought the play stopped when there was an offside, or a in motion, or whatever. Well, we'll take it. Not, yeah. Happy to have it. The loss was about five, as Barker was sacked. Brings up fourth and seven or so right now. Big Benjamin, play for this. This is a huge play for your defense. They're going to spread it out here. Wide receivers to both sides. 
Stewart out here to the right. I believe that is number 81, John Curl. He's the one. Oh, nice play by Barrera. If he caught that, I am going to. There's no way. Janda nope. out there was in. He had great coverage, and I can't believe Barker even fit that ball in there. Hey, you thought that was going to be an interception the whole way. I definitely thought Janda would be taking that the other way. Somehow it got in there. Doesn't matter. First and 10 Plymouth as the defense gets a stop. Gets a stop. The offense showed a little life last possession, so let's keep going. That should be something you can at least start to build some confidence on. 4.03 to play in the half. Plymouth with 0-28 for Kokomo. First and 10 Rockies. Football is at the 44. Snap, hands it to Heine, oh. and he is blown up instantly. Guess who? Spear. Boy, he, he is a man. He, he, really hit, he almost took the snap or the handoff. He was on him instantly. He's awful aggressive out there. Ball goes back. Loss of where are they going to mark it? I thought they were going to mark it. No, it's not that bad. Just two. It looked like they had him for a lot more than that. 5-9-220 is what they got Spear listed as. 41, 5 nine, two, He's not 5-9. He's at least 6-2. Well. <laughs> Shane Spear, yeah, he's 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 a little bigger than 5-9. Man in motion, Garcia. He'll take it to him. Creek bomb into the middle, into the secondary. Makes a man miss. Breaks a tackle. Ooh, he got hit. He and did get hit. Wow. Big hit by Jalen Cannon, but. There on the field was Tyrese Tucker, and they just bent him over Tucker. But a big game for Creek Bomb. We got a Kokomo player kind of dinged up there a little bit. That is Reese Beard. He was the one that Creek Bomb made miss and then broke a tackle. The He was the safety out there. He's going to come to the sideline. So Plymouth with a first and 10 here, 3.07 to play in the half. Wides to both sides, men in the slot on both sides. I need the running back. They'll bring on a new safety in Rondell Green. He's going to be corner. He's going to be on coverage out there on the right side. you got single coverage on both sides. Hey. If you can get enough time to throw, you might be able to do something, but and you got a new guy just coming in who's probably not stretched out very well. Maybe get something over there to Garcia. We'll screen. Now I'm calling plays, right? Hand off to Heine. He'll go forward. He'll get three or four. Good, solid game. On that last play, you saw a little the athleticism the Creek Bomb has, and that's what we need to build on, I think, as an offense. He can run. He's got to gain some confidence in just pulling it down and taking off when he sees any light. And know when to get rid of the ball. I, I, it'll come. Oh, it'll absolutely you come. You can tell. he's He knows what he's doing. I mean, he's, he's out got, there coaching. He's got the tools. He knows what he's doing. Snap, he'll look, and there's oh, a quick one to Garcia, and what a play out there. He got all right. Oh, oh and got murdered. And now we got Tolson in it out there with Spear. Tyrese Tucker with a huge hit on Garcia. Keeps it to a one-yard game, but they're gonna call a personal foul on Kokomo. I somebody. To. We had helmets flying, people flying. And they're going to send Spear to the sideline. If he has to stay over there any length of time, that is a huge loss. 
He's got to go over because he's the one whose helmet flew off, so he'll have to sit over there for at least one play. Well, I think he had a late hit on the front of the lineman right there. The play was over, and he just kind of decked him. And once again, that was Tolson over there. <laughs> yeah. He's been involved in a lot yeah, of stuff out and there. Hey, he's a little outman outsized there a little bit, too. He's the smallest lineman on that line. He's a guard on that right side, and he he obviously has no uh, no shyness about getting involved. First and ten, that that is a huge penalty. Because it was going to be third out. and long, and now it is first and ten at the fifteen. I need to the left of Creek Bomb. In motion is Garcia. They'll pitch it to him. He's got nowhere to go. He'll slide in, get a couple. You know, the thing you're noticing about Kokomo is they pursue so well in space. You don't get – you see a quick opening, and it is closed yep. almost instantly. And they had Spear come right back in. So he only had to set out the one play for his helmet coming off. His helmet was the one that flew off, so that's the rule. you got to come to the side for one play. Kind of think he's going to be aggressive, this player. I would think he's probably looking for somebody. He might have 50 in his mind. Heine, he'll point something out. I don't know what he sees over there, but he's talking a creek bomb. Now they're going to set the play from the sideline. Nine on the play clock. Snap, they'll fake the handoff. Man comes on. Touched. Somehow, Kriegman tries to get away, but they were on the blitz, and 27, who we don't know who it is right now, came through there with nobody even touching him. He was all over Kriegman before he even had a chance almost to catch the snap. I think we got a timeout on the field. Timeout, big loss, all the way back to the 24. I think that's Plymouth's timeout. Actually, it looks like Kokomo called it. Yeah, nope, they're they gonna go. yeah. yeah. Plymouth timeout. We'll keep it here. It's only one way to repair your vehicles. That's the right way. Take your cars and trucks to the master. Master Tech in Plymouth. They do it all. Brakes, oil changes, tune-up, and transmissions. Take it to the master. Master Tech on Western Avenue in Plymouth. Well, I'll tell you, this is a big play. You got 110 left in the half. 28 to nothing. If you get something on the board here before halftime, it is it means the world to your second half. That play just hurt us though, because that put us about third and eighteen or nineteen right now with a minute ten to go in the half. So you're looking at at least two plays. You don't want to give the ball back to Kokomo because you know they're a quick strike offense. And that's probably why, well, Plymouth took the timeout, but Kokomo's going to use their timeouts too, especially if they stop Plymouth. Here. Yeah, if they get a stop here, they will definitely use a timeout, I would think. Big play offense, <laughs> who'd have thought it? I mean, they're not going to throw the football, or at least I wouldn't if I had. No. Now, if you got Plez Lawrence, I guess just handing it to him is equal to that's the pass. All, that's all they've done. 110 to play, and I am i don't have the numbers in front of me. He's got to be well over 150 yards or so. Creek bomb back to throw. He's got a man wide open. Garcia catches it, makes a move. He's only, oh, nice open field tackle out there. Great one by Stewart. Because if not, that's six. Garcia's slowed getting up. It looks like an ankle or a knee or something. Yep. Just kind of went, went down, down funny. funny. Yeah, he did. And he's going to stay down. It might be a cramp, though. He, yeah, that's what that is, I think. He extended trying to get into the end zone. You know how it is yep. when you get that 
No, I don't. Foot. Okay. <laughs> you never cramped? <laughs> no. Okay, even I cramped once in a while. Oh, I thought you meant trying to get a score. No, I know. Oh, okay. Nobody would give me the ball. <laughs> At least you got to carry it once. Ah, uh, yeah. One time. Last play. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to look at Garcia here. You can't. You can't. And it looks like that looks right ankle is what they're look looking like at. He got twisted over there. That that would be an enormous loss because, as you heard John Barron say in the pregame, Devontae did it all last week. And we find out, too, if Lennon gets hurt, Devontae's the backup quarterback. Well, so, yeah. And he's going to come to the sideline. Quentin Haney's going to help him over. Heine's going to help him over. And he's favoring that right ankle pretty good. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure they'll tape it up, and they'll have the halftime to work on it. But uh, now you got a big play. You're first and goal at the three, but you've taken your main offensive weapon off the field. But we've shown we'll be able to run Heine right up the middle. you got to look to Quentin now to take that football and put one up. You've got four downs to do it. You've got two timeouts left, so time's not going to be an issue. Just over a minute to go. Michael Sheely will come out to take Garcia's place. They're going to bring him to the sideline over here on the bench and take a look at him, and he doesn't look healthy right now. Creekbaum has him out. Haney is the running back. Mills to the left side. Chile to the right. They've got him spread out sideline to sideline. Haney hits a – oh, he's going to lose a yard. He hit a guy right in the middle. Once again, they sent the house, just pushed the line backwards. There was nowhere for him to go. Quentin bounced off the initial hit, tried to make something happen, and just didn't. So it'll be second and goal at the three. Lucky he only lost a yard there, actually. 32 seconds. Clock is running. Get Creek Bomb out in space. Creek Bomb will have them once again. They're sideline to sideline, spread out. He'll hand it to Heine. Nice play call. He'll jog in. Nobody there. He'll fake that pass out to the right side, and Heine just went in untouched. Somebody missed something. And you got, you got Spear isn't happy with somebody down there. I don't think I would like him mad at me. No, no, because he's going to have all have to think about it. A couple of guys talking to each other. Nate Blackamore is down there, too, the uh, defensive end. Somebody missed something because nobody was even close to touching Heine, and it's six for Plymouth. And that, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, that is huge. 22 seconds left to go, and they're going to bring on, obviously, a new kicker. And it is going to be number 85. That is Hayden Graham O'Brien. Snap is down. Kick is blocked. And so it will be no good. And that'll uh, make it six for Plymouth, 28 for Kokomo. 22 seconds left. And Plymouth will have to kick it off. No wonder was Lawrence returns kicks. You think maybe he does? I hope we don't find out because I'm, ho- a- I'm hoping this is a squib kick. It probably will be with Garcia not kicking off. We'll take a look at the two deep here on their show. Oh, really? Les Lawrence right there. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed. I wouldn't kick it to him, Rusty. I wouldn't either, but I tell you what, if I'm on that 
blue and red sideline, he's going to have a ball in his hands anytime I can get it in his hands. They could do the backwards lateral so they get it to him. Uh, I would figure out a way to get him the ball every single play. He is absolutely dynamic. You knew that coming in. Anybody who went to the game last year, he was a one-man wrecking crew. You could not tackle him. Even when you tackled him, he wasn't tackled. And that's the same way it's tonight. You've been spot on with that. He is a player. And he's his numbers are going to show it tonight. He has had a, well. But I think we slowed him down the second quarter a little bit. I don't think bit. he got 96 yards the no. second quarter. Let's hope not. <laughs> So Plymouth will kick it off here. Once again, 22 seconds left in the first half. It is 28-6 to six now. And kicking off for Plymouth, obviously with Devontae Garcia on the bench, it's going to be Justin Garrett will come out. And he'll be kicking off Lawrence in the middle. He's got Stewart to one side. And he's got Reese Beard to the other side. They're going to kick a low-line drive right up the middle. Stewart will pick it up. He'll come forward. He's at the 30. Jukes, he'll get out of bounds quickly. So with 17 seconds left, Kokomo will have it back. Well, we know Barker's got an arm. If they wanted to do a Hail Mary or something, he can get the ball down the field. He's a very – I get, from what I understand, I haven't seen him play, but from what I understand, he is an outstanding baseball player. It looks like he could be a pitcher. Yeah, I think pitcher so. First but I think, base. I think as a as a he's best as a hitter. I guess he can just hit a ball a mile. Look at him. Do you think that's oh, possible? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looks like that first baseman catcher kind of player. But he is uh, he's a load. And he's smart too. You can tell he isn't trying to do anything he can't do. He's not he's he's smart. Where's 10? Here you go. <laughs> That's basically all he does. He'll go back to throw here. Oh, they got him Going right deep, open. And he is open without anybody oh. near him. He overthrew him by about oh, six inches. Oh, my goodness. Les Lawrence was all alone in a dead sprint down the left hash and just oh. overthrew him by maybe a foot. He was 10 yards behind the Plymouth defender. And why wouldn't Plymouth stay back in that situation? I don't know. I think in that case, I think that was Janda's responsibility. He's a first-year player over Boy, there. They bought Creek Bomb in right now, too. Creek Bomb safety, at the safety. I don't think Kokomo will try that again, but it was there. I don't know. It was there easily. That was without question six. If he just hits him. I didn't even have to hit him in stride. There was well, nobody there to hit him. They got to spread. They're going to go spread. They got a man in the slot to the right. Barker has Plez Lawrence next to him. He'll run it to the right, tosses it out there. Man is open. Sheely will turn and try to play it. Not bad coverage, but a nice throw almost dropped in there. On the dead run was number 22, Keegan Name for Kokomo. And so the clock stops with four, third down and 10. You think they're going to just kneel here? Or I try to throw again. No, I think they'll take a kneel here because uh, they would have caught that. They would have got out of bounds with two or three seconds around the 20-yard line. Then they would have taken a shot or maybe even a field goal because their kicker looks pretty solid. I think he's going to take a knee here. Yep. The only way you can tell that's victory formation is the running back drop back about three yards. They, they get the ball to start the second half, so... So that'll bring us to halftime. 
And we have a 28-6 score. Kokomo leads it. We'll take a break, and we'll have our halftime show when we come back. It is Plymouth football on WTCA. At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because it's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country. We're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County. With programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price, you can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane, seriously local. No matter the season, if it's your air conditioner or your furnace, Bowman's Tin Shop in Plymouth is the place to call. Bowman's Tin Shop has been serving the community for nearly 30 years and still does custom sheet metal work and plumbing. Installation and repair of heating, air conditioning units, plumbing, and ductwork for residential and commercial use. Whatever your needs, be sure to call or stop by Bowman's Tin Shop in downtown Plymouth. Are you looking to build a career in manufacturing? Look no further. Plymouth Foundry is currently seeking dependable applicants in all departments for day shift to work four 10-hour weekdays with the possibility of overtime on Fridays. Even with no Foundry experience, you could start at $17.50 an hour with great benefit options available and a weekly paycheck. We'll provide a proper training from day one. Plymouth Foundry has been a locally owned family business for 75 years. Apply in person at 523 West Terrace Street in Plymouth or through Indeed. If you're running your own business, you need a professional email address, not one of those freebies. A proper email address is critical in developing your business brand. Talk to the professionals at AFIUS for a complete email package designed around you and your business needs. We offer business class email from Microsoft, Google, and our very own CloudMail solution. Call 574-936-9644 or visit us online at AFIUS.com. That's A-P-H-E-U-S dot com. No matter the season, if it's your air conditioner or your furnace, Bowman's Tin Shop in Plymouth is the place to call. Bowman's Tin Shop has been serving the community for nearly 30 years and still does custom sheet metal work and plumbing. Installation and repair of heating, air conditioning units, plumbing, and ductwork for residential and commercial use. Whatever your needs, be sure to call or stop by Bowman's Tin Shop in downtown Plymouth. At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because it's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country. We're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County. With programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price, you can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane, seriously local. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon, Joe McKee. It is halftime here as Kokomo is, I guess they're not in the locker room. They're comfortably out here. Uh, they stayed outside for they, some reason. They did, and they did even after their pregame warm-up. So they're having their uh, they break into sections. You get linemen and defense and offense, and they go talk about things. But they are outside here, and looks, they lead it 28-6. to six. Looks like they have a little fire going over there with some moors, and yeah. they're having a good old time. Some weenies. Mm -hmm. Just having a little uh, 
Well, they're having a good old time in the first quarter. I'll tell you that they was they had very little resistance from the defense. They really did. I mean, they took it to us right off the bat, twenty-one nothing after the first quarter, and then twenty-eight real quick and early into the second quarter. And kind of, you know, after that moment, Plymouth kind of got their offense going. Yeah, I'm looking at the stats right now. Kokomo had eight first downs in the first half. Plymouth had seven. Yeah. So you know that's similar. But uh, total yards, uh, there's a little bit of difference there, 174 to 81. So the other part of that too is you got you got them scoring so quickly. They do. I mean, we had the ball. We ran 29 plays and had the ball for 15 minutes, but it doesn't take you long when you're taking one to the house 35 yards well, two or three they, times. They had one from 35, 20, and 39, and then a short two-yard run, but it was set up by a couple long runs before that. So yeah, it just. Kind of like last week with East Noble. I mean, we're letting the big play in the quick scores, and we we can't do that. We've got to make the offense earn their scores. Plymouth, on the other hand, defensively, we knew coming in that that line was going to have to figure out a way, and you said it before the, uh, before the start of the game. They had to figure out a way to make a pile. I mean, one way or the other, they've got to – Get everything stopped there to let your linebackers make some plays. Right now, that hasn't been happening either. And I know the uh, coaching staff was a little bit concerned. East Noble, I mean, you're talking about a great team in East Noble, but they manhandled us up front for the most part for that entire game. Looks like that same thing is happening tonight. Yeah, they they really have so far tonight, Kokmar. Our leading tackler at halftime is Caden Hooley with four tackles. Which, you know, he's an undersized linebacker. Boy, he's tough as nails. I oh, mean, yeah. He, he puts his nose on everything, yeah. Rusty. He, he's a fighter. But, again, you don't want him, you know, to be leading the charge. You, you need something from your defensive line, especially as tight as um, Kokomo's playing because they're not doing anything fancy. I mean, they're going right up the middle, just nice, easy sweeps. It, uh, nothing fancy at all. No. And um, just a couple of runs outside the – <laughs> outside the closet too. Yeah. I mean, it's been right up the middle from the most part, and just haven't been able to stop it. Plymouth, on the other hand, though, Quentin Heine's had a nice first half. He really has. He's got uh, 18 carries for 51 yards. You know, boy, he's got the ball a lot. 18 times. That I guess I didn't realize that. A lot, of carries. But a lot the, of carries for the first half. I know that 20 in a game anymore is considered quite a few. Yeah, he they're riding him. But, you know, he's had some nice plays, and they've had a lot of success right up the middle. So, I, you know, Garcia going down with that injury right before half, I, I don't know how bad it is, but he was limping pretty good with his right ankle, and they did take him off in the gator. So, you know, they'll ice him down and wrap it up and see what can happen there. But, boy, that'd be a big weapon missing in the second half for Plymouth. And – what people need to understand is that weapon is one that was game planned for on the other side of the football with him gone. Uh, you got very little that you don't feel pretty comfortable that you can handle. I mean, he is explosive. He's your, he's your guy. And if he's gone, who's going to be the guy? Well, then they'll kind of shift more focus on the Creek bomb. I think, cause he had that nice run right up the middle, showing a little bit of athleticism. He's quick. He's made some real nice plays, so you know he, he's a gamer, and I think Kokomo's going to key on him the second half. It's once again tonight, too, you know, and, and this is something that last week, I know the coaching staff was, I don't want to say impressed, but they're happy with it. 
John said, you never know. I mean, you think your guys are going to be resilient and they're not going to back off. He says, you never really know until the lights are on. And you haven't seen anybody back off here. I mean, even the linemen that are getting beat, they're standing up and they're going back at it. You're not seeing anybody take a playoff or, or, you know, there's no quit. No, and you know, we've commented a couple times on Tolson. He, he's played a tough little first half. You know, it just they're not quitting by any means. They're maybe a little bit outmanned and definitely oversized or outsized in most aspects, but uh, no quit. What are you going to – I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, that's the thing. you got to find something, especially defensively, that you can do. We did get the stop there in the end. Well, actually, we have the second one, but the clock kind of ran out on that one. But you were able to stop them the last time they had the football. You got some things moving back the other way. The problem is they get the ball right back to start the second half. It's one of those times when you really wish you had that first possession. Mm-hmm. Now, they only passed four times in the first half, and two of them were in the last 20 seconds on long passes. So, they didn't pass a lot in the first half. I think Plymouth's got to keep it tight. I mean, they got to keep containment, obviously, but they got to make piles up the middle and make that running back go side to side instead of straight up. Because once they get ahead of steam, Plymouth hadn't been able to stop them. You got to figure out a way to stop Plez Lawrence. I don't know if anybody's going to figure that out all year long. Uh, yeah, he, he's, he's a he's a player. He's very good. He's a little jitterbug too. He runs hard. He's got nine carries. Nobody else has more than two. And once again, that's no surprise. He's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. On the Plymouth side, Heine obviously is the with the 18 carries. Garcia has three. Creekbaum has eight. That's something I thought they might go to a little more. And now we don't know if they can. Was that quick toss or something to get Devontae into the running game. The thing is, though, you can tell there are three or four guys who've been told know where he is every time he's on the field, and they closed up any opportunity he had awfully quick. He was definitely in the spotlight because he had such a good game last week against East Noble. So I, th- I think Kokomo's game plan was to take Garcia away, and basically in the first half, they really have. They have done that, and now he we don't know his status. We'll see when they come back out. He went out with what looked like an ankle injury. We're not sure how bad it was, but any amount of time he loses is going to be a blow to this football team. And we yes, absolutely. And we and we know Creekbaum can throw the ball. I mean, he did last week with some really great accuracy, but I think for him to do that tonight, he's gonna to have to do some rollouts or or some quick hitches or something like that because standing back in the pocket, he hasn't really got the protection he's needed. They've been sending the house almost every play. I think Plymouth's going to see that all year until we correct it. And the other part of that is, you know, Lennon can throw the football, but he just has not had a chance to even look for a receiver other than the two he's completed. Now, again, you got to slow it down for him. Give him one, maybe two reads. If it's not there, have him go. And know when to get rid of the ball. Again, it's it's teaching. I'm sure they're going over that, and they probably went over it all week. He, he's he's a senior, but, you know, he's kind of – last week was his first start at quarterback, so it's still new to him. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll look at some numbers from that first half. It is Plymouth football on WTCA. 
Financing your home through First Federal Savings Bank is just the beginning of a long and friendly relationship. After your loan closes, First Federal will still be there to help you with any of your loan servicing needs. Lending specialist Larry Falsich or Gina Howell are ready to help you with your loan. When it's time to buy a home, finance it through First Federal Savings Bank at 2113 North Michigan Street in Plymouth or apply online at www.firstfederalsavingsbank.com. Borrowers must meet underwriting guidelines. A delivery fee will be applicable to the loan. FDIC insured. Equal housing lender. Larry Falstich. NMLS 399950. Gina Howell. NMLS 399951. For all of your auto parts needs, stop by Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts at 500 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth. Hoffman's, a family-owned business since 1929, is affiliated with Federated Auto Parts. Whether you need oil and filter for an oil change or a new transmission. Hoffman Brothers will make sure you get the right parts and service you need. Stop by 500 West Jefferson Street in the old Oliver Ford dealership and check out Hoffman Brothers' new location. Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts, open six days a week. Since 1930, Marshall County RMC has provided dependable electricity and quality service to its members. Marshall County RMC strives to provide dependable electricity at a competitive cost to every member in their rural coverage area. Today, RMC serves roughly 6,000 members. Marshall County RMC, a touchstone energy cooperative. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon, Joe McKee, as we're looking at a 28-6 score here at halftime. Kokomo with the lead. Both the teams are starting to make their way back onto the field. Let's take a look at some numbers from that first half. Start with the visitors. Kokomo, uh, obviously 28 points. They had eight first downs, as Joe pointed out. They were 17 rushes, 160 yards. Passing, they had 14 yards, uh, one of five in those attempts. One of them was that double reverse pass to start the game. Uh, total offense, they've run 22 plays and 174 yards. For Plymouth, they have uh, seven first downs, 29 rushes, 50 yards. They have 31 yards passing on three of four, 33 total plays, 81 total yards. Time of possession is 8.23 for Kokomo, 15.37 for Plymouth. Running down individual numbers, plus Lawrence, nine carries, 118 yards. He's got 116 net yards, three touchdowns. His longest run was 39 yards. He's averaging 12.9 yards a carry. Evan Barker, two carries for 17 yards, one carry for Keegan Name for 12 yards. And Trey Marciniak had the two carries, one of them for a touchdown. He has 12 yards. Barker, one of four passing for 14 yards. For Plymouth, Quentin Heine has 18 carries. That is a lot. He's going to be taking a nice bath tomorrow, I got a feeling. That's a lot of carries, especially for just one half. He's got 51 total yards, scored a touchdown. He's averaging 2.6 a carry. Garcia, three of three carries for 10 yards. Creekbaum had the big game, for a 41-yard game, but he also lost 47, so he's got eight carries and minus six total yards. He's three of four passing for 31 yards. Receiving Garcia with a couple of catches for 22 yards and punting. That has been a not, that's not going to make the highlight reel either. Uh, three punts. We're averaging 18 yards a punt on that. And that has, uh, that has been a sore spot as well. 
So well, what really jumps out to me there, Rusty, is Ponce had the time of possession almost double Kokomo. Yeah. But I, I mean, so that's just that's so misleading. Kokomo, we gotta keep that big play from happening. Big play has been the bugaboo so far. Now that went away for the most part in the second quarter. You found something there. I mean, got to hang your hat on whatever it was you found that slowed them down in the second quarter. Some of it might have been time of possession. I think we had the ball a lot there. So oh, absolutely. We'll see what happens here as we get ready to start the second half. Got Lennon Creek bomb warming up down here. I do not see Devontae Garcia, so I got a feeling he is going to be in the locker room here. We'll take a look and. Yeah, Make sure, but I don't see 13 out there, which would be a huge blow. Now, Michael Sheely will likely take that spot if Devontae is not able to, and he has enormous physical skills. So we would be a good idea to get him the ball. I think you were talking about him last week, how athletic yeah. he was. I know that they wanted to – he's playing defense. He's one of the linebackers tonight. They wanted to beef up that – Defensive side of the football, I'm sure they're trying to give him a little smaller bite. I mean, if he's got a – you're trying to tackle Plus Lawrence all night. You ain't got a lot of gas in the tank to go run 100 plays. So I'm sure that he will see a lot of time on the field, if not all the time, that Garcia was at that wide receiver spot. But we don't see Devontae down there. I got a feeling that he is probably done for the night. Plymouth will have to kick it off to start this second half. And Plez Lawrence will be one of the guys back. I, You know, I'd almost kick it out of bounds just to keep him from getting it. Or do that squib kick like they kind of did after their score. I definitely wouldn't give him the ball. Same reason you don't want to give Garcia the ball. Neither one of them are easy to bring down. So the Rockies will kick it all. Kokomo will have it back to start the uh, second half. And Huffman Electric is a complete electrical company. It has to do with electricity. They can install it, troubleshoot it, fix it. Upman Electric offers free estimates when you need them for residential, commercial, or industrial service. Give them a call, 574-953-8601. And one thing we haven't talked about so far is the heat. Has not really had an effect here early. Actually, last week it didn't either until we got late in the game. Well, I think they're keeping hydrated pretty well. They're all down there drinking water well, right they now. Better and... be. They should have been drinking water on Monday, Joe. That's yeah. when you start hydrating. <laughs> yes. I heard Ryan Carroll say that. You start hydrating at the beginning of the week. You don't just show up and say, oh, I better drink water. That starts earlier. Well, it was hot all week, so they got good yes. practice. They got used to it. I know the coaches association has been, that's one of their points of emphasis, along with the concussion, uh, the heads up tackling and that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. The, the heat acclimation has also been a big thing. And all the coaches have to go through a certification process through the state association to, uh, to coach. You have to have that certification on, on heat and on, uh, concussion. And, um, so they're watching that carefully. The time you're going to have it is with these guys that are playing both ways. Yep. That is a lot to ask of a high school football player. To well, Last week, especially, when you got a 320-pound Division One tackle coming at you all night long to have to dance with him for 
an entire football game would be. I don't want to do it. Let's no, just put it that no. Way. I don't think even you want to do it. No. With your enormous skills, even you don't want to do it. And, well, not now, but if I was 18, I'd <laughs> oh, give it a go. Back in the day, you would have yeah. eaten that guy up. Though. I'm not going to say that. but You would have eaten him up. Come on. No, no. Be honest. I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> See, at your age, you you could get away with, oh, yeah, he'd, uh, he wouldn't even touch I, me. Yeah, but I, people know me too well. <laughs> You'll get called out on yeah. that. Huh? So it's going to be Justin Garrett kicking it off to start. And I don't know what that was about. He ran forward and then stopped. Oh, the official wasn't ready. All right. Now we're going to bring it back and do it again. So Justin Garrett ready to go again. Kickoff team. And he'll run up. He will kick it away. Just a little pooch kick over the top. Oh. And that was dangerous as Joey Garcia got down there quickly. Was covered by Reese Beard, but he met Joey right away. That's a name we haven't called. And I'll tell you what, he's enormously talented, but they are neutralizing him the last two weeks both. They really have. We'll see what uh we'll see how Plymouth comes out the second half. They're going to have that same front. It's going to be Quintana, Garcia, Connor DeLee, and uh, Norris, I believe, out there. No, Christopher Johnson, I'm sorry. There's a snap running right up the oh. middle. Is Marciniak. He'll be knocked down, gain of maybe one. Second and nine. I don't know how you hand it to that guy because he is literally, when he takes his stance, his helmet can't be more than a, a couple foot. inches. Yeah. Maybe a few inches yeah. off the quarterback's rear end. I don't know how you even hand him the ball. I mean, you, you can't turn. You basically got to yeah. just, just put it <laughs> just out there. Put it over there out. and let him take it. Once again, that tight formation. Stewart to the right on the wing. He's in motion. They're going to hand it to him. And Johnson almost gets a hand on him. Stewart shows his own blocker out of the way and gets all the way down to the 38. I'm sorry, 42. Stewart was on the sweep out there, got to the corner. And his end, John Curl was in his way, and he just shoved him out of the way. Shoved, he came off like the ropes like a WWF wrestler there. He shot out of there. So first and 10, Lennon Creekbaum finally able to ride him out of bounds. And Kokomo with another big play. Barker in motion is Lawrence. They'll hand it right up the middle. Marciniak gets about four. They'll drag him down inside the 40 at the 39. Second down and five. Clemens starting to get a little more aggressive on defense. Their, their linebackers are coming right off the bat. Well, you know, uh, Gene Skirman alluded to it at the post game last week. Sometimes you can stunt, sometimes you can't. Your players, some of the things you can do is maybe junk some things up, send some guys, but if your players don't understand the scheme, it becomes difficult to even do that. The motion is Lawrence. They'll pitch it to him. He's coming to the right side. He'll turn it back in, and a big hit there. There we go. Joey Garcia. Now we're calling his name a little bit. No gain on the play. Be third down and five. Place the football down at the 39. 
Boy, a stop here would really do a lot. Boy, it really would. They got Tolson in there as a defensive lineman, too. Now, he's having a heck of a game. I know they like him a lot. They really do. And he has been really solid on the offensive line. He's on the defensive side now. He's next to uh, Johnson, who's the right end. The left end is DeLee. Out of the huddle. In the backfield this time is Keegan Name. Now handoff right up the middle, and Marciniak will have the first down easily. He's all the way down to the 26. And there's what happens when you bring your two middle linebackers. The running back gets past them. There's nobody there. So Marciniak able to pick up a big first down. Plymouth had him in a, on the ropes, third and five. Couldn't get him off the field. First and ten now. Football at the 26. And they got Creek Bomb playing safety. They don't have any choice, really. That's Garcia's spot normally. Now, Devontae is on the sideline right now in motion. Running back gets it. Johnson can't get to him. He'll get to the corner and turn it. And Creek Bomb will run him out of bounds, but. That's the second time that Chris Johnson has been out there and just couldn't catch him quite. I, I think they need to work on his angles. He's kind of doing that banana peel. He's, he's coming in and then tailing back. He needs to take better angles on that. I'll take a look at that on film. He is close, but he's twice just been able to get a hand on the back as he goes by him. First and 10, football is at the 12-yard line. Barker. In motion is Lawrence. They'll hand it to him. He gets to the outside. He has one man to beat. He beats them all. Just runs to the pylon, just beats everybody there. There wasn't anybody going to. There were five red guys and him out there on that right side. He just outran them. Kind of. It looked like we had it contained initially, but uh, just made a little inside-out move. and He gets to that corner. You're just not going to run him down. So he gets another six. It's 34-6 to six now. And all the good stuff that happened for your defense on that drive goes out the window with another score. Well, here's good here's good news for the Plymouth defense. Les Lawrence is going to the sideline right now. He's not going to be on the extra point try. Dinner will come on. Barker will hold it. Snap is good. The kick is up, and it's blocked. There we go. So there's a uh, positive. As they don't get seven, they just get the six. 9.08 to go here in the third, and it's 34 to 6. Kokomo. We'll take a break, come back, we'll have more. It's Plymouth Football on WTCA. At St. Joe Health Systems in Plymouth, you and your loved ones will find some of the most advanced medical services in the region. While St. Joseph's care level is on par with big city hospitals, they're different in one very significant way. They treat you with genuine, neighborly, small town warmth. From the moment you enter their doors, they know it's sometimes difficult to visit a loved one in the hospital. The goal at St. Joseph Health System in Plymouth is to make your visit as easy and comfortable as possible. St. Joe Health Systems, Plymouth. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Joe McKee. It is 34-6. Plymouth trails Kokomo here. And as we said, DeMonte Garcia back out on the sideline, but he has his helmet off. It does not look like he's going anywhere. It doesn't because he'd be he's, on the return team here. Yeah, and he is kind of gimpy even still. The good news is he's standing up, but I think his night is done. 
So we'll see what the Plymouth offense can do without their biggest weapon. Plymouth kickoff team can do without their biggest weapon. The Plymouth defense can do without their safety. And Boroff will kick off for the Wildcats. And you hope it's not too bad. Doesn't linger into next week's game against Warsaw. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the other thing you got to think about, too. You got a conference game Mm -hmm. next week. You got to be at full force, obviously. Boroff will kick it off. Bowering is the man deep in the air. It's going to go to the end zone. Bowering will catch it. Dangerous catch, but he's got it moving forward. He'll get run out of bounds at about the 15. So Bowering will bring it back. Plymouth will start at first and 10 at the 15. Going to mark it at the 14, actually. And they'll bring the offense back out. Let's just hope that you see some more positives. I mean, the thing about Kokomo tonight is they're seeing, I don't know, did East Noble do that much junking up on that defense where they're sending five guys, sending for, I mean, yeah. They did. They did. I didn't they, notice they, it as they much. They bought everybody. Tonight, it's been basically everybody except single coverage on the wideouts. That's pretty much it. Safety moves forward. They'll hand it off. Piney, he is caught from behind. And that is Parker with the tackle. Tyrese, no gain, second and ten. Trying to run that left side a lot. That's where the success has been. I can understand that. You got Quintana and DeLee on that side. That's the way I would run. I'm sorry, Quintana and Popey over there. That's the way I would run. Two really big, talented guys. Heine will go to the right of Creek Bomb. Back to throw. And with a quick one over the middle, it's behind Sheely. He can't Creek Bombs. Boy, he got hit right in the rib cage, too. He's slow to get up, but he will. He's kind of holding his uh, right arm a little bit of a weird angle. As as soon as he threw the ball, he just got drilled right in the chest. He is a little bit gimpy. He'll come back out there and call the signals. Heine to his left. He's got men in the slots to both sides. That play was there. But once again, Lennon without any time to actually throw it snap he's gonna and that was a busted play he turned a hand that nobody was there and he'll get forward for about two but that was definitely a busted play that's that's not the way you want to come out of the locker room not at all so it'll be fourth and ten footballs at the 15. Creek Bomb will go deep. He's probably punting here, I would think. Kokomo doesn't even, they don't have, even have anybody back. back. They're going to send the house. Creek Bomb's going to have to run for his life out here to the left side. They'll run him out of bounds. And he's down again. He's out near the track as he got ridden out there. And that's going to be short. It's going to be short. I don't know why. Lennon was really angry with himself. I don't know whether it was because he felt like he should have turned it up quicker or what, but he was not happy with that. I got it. They sent everybody. He wasn't going to get that kickoff without having it blocked. Yeah, Kokomo didn't have anybody back. Well, I mean, we've averaged 18 yards a punt. You don't really have to have anybody back. You'll take that exchange if you're on the other side. Yeah. 
So now that offense comes back. And they will have short field again. In motion is Lawrence. They'll pitch it to him. He's to the outside. And what a play out there by Jarafield as he squares him up, drives him out of bounds. Creek Bomb is out there. Actually, it's Pereira. Pereira and Creek Bomb out there are able to ride him out of bounds and a one yard gain, maybe. Pereira's listed at 5'5, 119. This defense is definitely undersized at every single position. Mm-hmm. Very undersized. Especially here in the early going when you're going to have Warsaw does this offense. Walker does a similar thing. I mean, you're going to see this over and over again in the first part of the season. Barker has them out. Once again, in motion is Stewart. They'll fake it, roll out, looking to throw. He's got a man in the end zone, and he hits him. Was Lawrence. And Janda unhappy with himself as he let him get some space between him and the sideline, and they just hit him in motion. Boy, that was a nice pass, though. Hit there. him right on the dime. And now it's 40 to 6. 6.54 to play. This quarter looking a lot like the first quarter. Kokomo having their way, but you cannot give them a team like a short field every single no. time they have the ball. No. That has been the story of tonight more than anything. Snap, kick is up, and it looks good from here. It'll be good. So 654 in the third. It is now 41 to 6. And we'll be back after this to pull the football on WTCA. Today is a great time to look at the track you've had your eye on. So stop in at MasterTech in Plymouth to look over and test drive one of the new Montana tractors. With a three-year warranty, Montana tractors are built for a rugged, reliable performance. Pound for pound, they're today's best buy in utility and compact tractors. Plus, you can match your tractor to a wide range of American-made Montana implements. See MasterTech in Plymouth and check out the model that's right for you. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon and Joe McKee. It is 41 to 6, 654 to play in the third quarter. And kicking off again will be Kokomo's. They have had their way on offense, but like I said before, I think the deepest field position they have had is when we turned it over on downs in their mm-hmm. uh, territory in the first half. They've pretty much started at the 30 or closer on every possession. Yeah, time of possession, like we talked at halftime, Plymouth has doubled the time of possession. So well, when you only got to go 30 yards, it doesn't take very long. When you got Plez Lawrence doing it in one shot, it's... And Kokomo's had big plays. Big, yes. big plays. Orif will kick it off, and Plymouth will get it back, see if they can do something with it this time. It's kicked to the... And it's going to get into the end zone. Bowering was trying to make a catch out there, but it'll come out to the 20. Plymouth will have it first and 10. I think that's probably a pretty good decision that he let that go into the end zone. Yeah, he was going to get his bell rung if he tried to pick that up and run it with it. So, 6.54. And Lennon, Creek Bomb, coming out. This is the only time Plymouth will huddle is on this first down. 
and they'll come out the play call, come in from the sideline. We got Mills out here wide to the right. Sheely, or I should say Sheely to the right. Mills to the left in the slot. I think that's Bowering, but I'll try to get a better look at that. Creek bomb ready. Snap. They'll hand it to Heine. He's pushing his way, pushing his way. He's going to get three, it looks like. Second down and seven. Looks like Kokomo made some adjustments at halftime to try to take that play away. So, uh, Plum's going to make some adjustments to see what they can do. Second and eight. 6.15 clock running. Creek bomb will have them out. Looks it over, takes a snap, hands it off, right up the middle. Heine again with some big gain. I don't think that was Quentin. I think we've got a, another running back in there. That was, yeah, I was going to say. First carry there, and that's number 36. No, it's not. What is that? What is his it's number? It's 36. 36. Braxton Burns. About. Braxton Burns is what it says. But So Braxton Burns with a carry. And a good one. Third down and three here. Pick up of about five. Hand it to him again. Straight ahead. Let's see. Gets shoved back unceremoniously. It wouldn't be about a yard short. About a yard short. Why not go for it? You almost, you mean, you're yeah, not giving them any worse field or better field position than no, you've had. So you're not going to pin them with your punt team. No, <laughs> no, you're not going to change field position anyway. You may as well go take the play. So with five minutes to go, and the clock running, got to have a one yard play in that playbook somewhere. And Burns is still the running back. Heine, I'm sure, just taking a breather here. I'll take a look. Now, Heine played a lot of linebacker last week. He's not been out there in that spot tonight. Creek Bomb will look it over again. He'll take the snap. He'll hand it to Burns. That's going to be eh, going to depend on the spot. Boy, and look at that The official. official down here gave it to him. Right. And so they Plymouth will get it. Burns with a little bit more than a yard, not much. He just basically the nose of the football is touching the 30. That Okay, now that's not the poor this guy over here spotted it. Oh, I, yeah, about a half yard difference in there. <laughs> well, they spotted it, it's not even a first down. No. Well, it wouldn't have been. I, that one I don't understand, but who cares? First no, and first 10. first down. Snap. It should be a flag, but they're not. And up in the air, and a 50-50 ball that Sheely can't come down with. Good coverage, almost a really good play by Michael, but that was uh, defended out there very well by Jalen Cannon. Just got a text from Mark Record and said, let's go Rockies. Yeah, he let's he texted go, Rockies. last week, too, so uh, avid listener. Got one from Brad Drudge. Good to have, I, I tell you, I can't tell you how nice it is to have Brad Drudge's text again. Yeah? What, what do he say, Rusty? I think I'll keep that to myself. <laughs> Let's put it this way. He finds some images to send that I have. I don't know. I don't want to know well, where he finds them. I've been getting texts from Mark <laughs> Lindsay all night. Now I'll match you. I yeah, mean, yeah there's, probably. Yeah. Probably. Second down and 10. On the incompleted pass, three minutes to play in the third, and Burns, another nice, nice carry. Burns is not 
the bowling ball that Quentin Heine is. But Heine having 18 carries in the first oh, half. I, know. I mean, he's got to he be had dead to have out had there. About 25 just through the early third quarter. Yeah. So I'm sure he's getting a break. And they're moving the ball, taking some time off. There's down to two minutes and 30 seconds to go in the third quarter. Third and seven, pick up a three. Football at the 35. Snap and a fake handoff. Ooh. Creek Bomb has nowhere to go, and he is met very unmercifully by Brandon Bennett, who takes him to the turf. And you know, I'll call it two. Fourth and five now. Got a five-yard play in your playbook? They got a whole bunch of them. I don't know if they can run them or not, but no, that's they're gonna, there. Kokomo's going to have to have something to do with that. They've got their linebackers are so good. That's the, they are yeah. really good. They're physical. They're fast. But Rusty, it doesn't get any easier. No, no, it does not. You're going to have to play Bart Curtis next week, and that is ah Michael Norris. There oh. we go. Going to have a penalty. That makes sense. Michael Norris is number 36 okay. right now. And he has to have 36 on because he's a running back at this point. So that's a number change. He can't wear, I think he's 54. Let's see what he is. Normally, he would be wearing 57. You can't wear that as a running back. Got to have one of those running back numbers. So Norris in the backfield, back to throw. Creek Bomb lets it go deep. Boy, he's open. Oh, he was open, but just slightly overthrown. Sheely one step behind it. That's the second time they've tried to just throw it up there for Michael. And that's the kind of player he is. He's got enormous speed. He's very tall, and he's crazy strong. If you can get him the ball in that 50-50 spot, he has the physical tools to win that every time. And Creekbaum just probably threw that 50-55 yards in the air, so he can throw shows it. a strong arm. Second and 10, 27 seconds to play in the quarter. He'll roll out. He's got nowhere to go. That's... He was caught instantly, completely trapped as he caught the snap. He tried to roll to the right. And he saw Tracy Dowling turned around back to the left. He saw Shane Spear, and that's not a good sight no matter which way you were looking. No. So it'll be third and long football at the 30. Third and 20, actually. And that's going to end the third quarter. So we have played three complete. We'll come back with the final 12. Kokomo leads it 41 to 6. Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated has proudly served the Plymouth area for more than 40 years. Owners Kelvin and Tim have a highly trained team dedicated to the highest levels of customer service and workmanship. With expertise in rotary well drilling, submersible and jet pump repair and installation, they also offer 24-hour emergency service. So for all your well needs, call Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated, 936-6239, where 100% satisfaction is a must. 
Having problems with your well or need a new well? Call Montgomery Well Drilling. They're a complete water system service where they deal with residential and industrial wells from 4 to 12 inches. Montgomery Well Drilling uses a rotary well drilling system with a constant pressure water system installed. Montgomery Well also has 24-hour emergency service, so call Calvin or Tim at 936-6239 for all your well needs. Montgomery Well Drilling, 12499 Olive Trail, Plymouth, serving the Plymouth community for 30 years. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon and Joe McKee. It is 41 to 6, 12 minutes left to play in this one. And Quentin Heine will come back in that backfield. Let's see. We got to watch closely. We're going to see if Norris puts 57 back on. Trips to the right side. Snap. He'll throw it out here to Sheely. He catches it, makes a move, gets into the secondary, makes a man miss. Juking around, he's not going to get much back. It'll be a five-yard gain that slant over the middle. Michael caught it, got a few, but couldn't make enough guys miss to really break it. And so it'll be fourth down and 15. But you're trying to give him that opportunity to do something there. I mean, with all of his athletic ability and speed, and you're telling me how strong he is, that, that's a good play to run. And let's see if they do something like that again. He's really your biggest threat right now. On that field. He's got man-to-man down here at the bottom. Darrowfield has speed if he can get some space. He can outrun a few guys. Bowering out here has made a couple of, made a couple of nice catches last year. Now, Creekbaum back in that punt position. He'll take it, and he'll kick it away. It's going to hit, and it's going to roll. This is what you want to see every time. And it'll be downed out there at about the 28. So Mills will... Stop it. And with 10.53 to play, 41-6 to the score. And Kokomo will have it back. That was about a 37-yard punt. You can live with that. You can live with that. A lot of college punters can live with that. Nice roll. See, that's the thing you get with that. You don't really have to blast it in the air. You just got to get it out there and get it on the ground. Because Kokomo didn't have anybody back, so it was just going to roll. Wildcats will bring in their number two offense here, so I'm sorry if I have a little trouble finding everybody's name. Quarterback is going to be Andrew Barker, and in motion is number 14, Kamarian Pollard, and he is drugged to the ground. That is Mills out there with a tackle. And a loss of one will be second and 11. They'll put it down at the 26. And it looks like Plymouth still got their first team out there. I keep Creek Bomb out of the game, though, Rusty. Not sure that's not going to happen really soon. I don't know that they were aware that the number two offense was out there yet. So you're going to see some. I don't know, though. At the same time, you got some things you want to see out of these guys yet, I would imagine. But you don't need to see it out of Creek Bomb, especially with Garcia being dinged up. Probably not. Barker calling the snaps. He'll take it straight forward, and he's met there by Connor DeLee. And that'll be a gain of one, third and nine. Football is at the 27. There, they just took Creek Bomb out. That's a good play. I think so. And they put Bowering appears 33 back there. 
I mean, they don't have a JV game against Kokomo or that got canceled. They do have a JV game Monday, but you can also get some of these younger kids in there too. They have a game with Western coming up. Nine minutes to play in this one. It is 41 to 41-6. In motion, pitch goes to the motion man, Rondell Green, and he is taken to the turf by Darafield. So it's fourth down and 12 here, and it looks like they're bringing the punt team on. This will be the first time we've seen them tonight for Kokomo. Even the stop Plymouth had, it was turned over on downs. So Boroff will come on. I don't know if you watched him warming up at halftime. He can, he can kick it. Yep. So back deep is Bowering. Boroff ready to kick. Bowering standing at the 45. He'll take it with a <laughs> rugby punt. Kicks it, and Bowering will drop it. And, boy, he got low. That's close to close. a penalty. Bowering was on his knees on the ground, and Rondell Green just plastered him in the head. And no flag, but that was close. Would have been a clean hit, except that Bowering was on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's on his knees. Yeah. You can't hit a guy like that on his knees. But there's no flag. It'll be first and 10 at the 34. So Plymouth will bring the offense back out. Creekbaum will be a quarterback. Looks like their first team offense. 7.38 to play. Quentin Heine will be the running back. Sheely out wide here to the right. You're just joining us. Devontae Garcia went out with an ankle injury. And he's got ice on that ankle right now. We will not see him again tonight, obviously. Hopefully, we will be able to see him next week as Plymouth will go to Warsaw. Right now, Creekbaum takes a snap. He'll fake the handoff to Heine out here in the flat, and Sheely can't come up with it. Wasn't going to get much anyway. It might have even been a loss. It would have been right at the line of scrimmage. So, Sheely unable to bring it in. It was a little bit low. Would have been a nice catch, but not a lot there. And down now. As Kriegbaum faked the handoff and then rolled out at something that you've talked about, getting him a chance by getting him out in space and doing that Run pass option kind of stuff. Straight back now. Throw to the side. And Mills with a catch. He'll carry some guys away. And Seth Mills down to the 45 of Kokomo. Creekbaum's got a nice arm. He's got a little zing on that ball. He can play the position. He has shown that. It's learning the decision-making that is growing. When he learns when he should drop it and run it, he will be a weapon. Well, he's already a weapon. Yeah. Be a bigger weapon. First and 10, football at the 47. Snap, he'll hand, or to fake the handoff, take it himself. He's into the secondary, makes a man miss, breaks a tackle. He's going to carry some guys. He's down to the 26, 27-yard line, and he'll have another first down. 5.37 to play. That was a nice read by Creekbaum. Maybe seeing more of that going forward next week. 41-6 the score. 
Great bomb will bring him out. Actually, there was no huddle. Norris is back on the field as the running back. Snap. They'll hand it to him. He goes over the left side. A lot of room. He gets down to the 20. Taken to the ground there. It'll be second down and three. Getting the play from the sideline. 451 left in this one. Trips to the right. Darafield and Bowering are in the slot. Creek bomb ready. He'll take the snap. He'll hand it off to Norris. Norris breaks a tackle somehow. Is going to be right down at that first down marker. And they're going to give it to him with the spot. So first and 10, Plymouth. Nice run there. He was down for about a two or three yard loss. Somehow maintained his balance and moved forward with it. So he will have the first down carry. He's looking nice there. That's There's another option at running back. Yep. Which is good news because that lets Haney play a little linebacker. Hand off to him again up the middle. And he'll be down right around the 12. Pick up a five. Plymouth on the move here. They trail it 41 to six. Greek bomb has him out of the huddle. Now somebody trying to get on the field here for Kokomo at the last second. Snap. Running back to throw. He's got a man open in the slot, Bowering. He's going to be caught almost immediately. But a positive play. They're going to mark him at the six. That'll be close to another first down. That is a first that down. That is a first down. down. First and goal here at the six. Still plenty of time with just over three minutes to get a score in here. Greek bomb with the play. Wides to both sides. Bowering in the slot to the left. Norris, the running back. They'll hand it to him. He has stopped quickly. He'll be down about the five. Second down and goal. And you know Kokomo's second unit doesn't want to give up a touchdown. Oh, no. I mean, there, there's some pride on the It's a matter of pride. Yep. 2.43, clock moving. Freak bomb ready to go. He's got men in the slot to both sides. He's back to throw. Throws it to one of them. Oh, intercepted. No. Bounced right off the chest of Devin Bowering, right into the arms. Ah, uh, jeez. Of Davion Pepper, and a great drive goes for nothing. He hit Bowering right square in the chest. It bounced off Devin's chest <laughs> and right into the arms of Pepper. Kokomo starters are all looking at him over there in the sideline. The one guy just did a backflip, Rusty. It was one of those standing backflips that you used to do in your. That's right. I, I mean, after I had a base hit, I'd run to first and do a backflip. So, yeah. So that did mean something there. I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're ahead 41 to six, but at the same time, it's a matter of pride. You yep. still play the game hard all the way to the end. And there was no taunting. 
No, nope. it's just one of those things where you're happy for your teammate. Oh, he did a I mean, it's different. If you, it's different if yeah. you do it on the field. No, it's yeah, on the sideline on the bench. Oh, that's a totally yeah, different. Nothing thing. bad there. He was over by yeah. But the backflip was interesting. That was impressive. Minute twenty-three, Kokomo with it back. They're at the twenty-eight. Boy, that that hurts. Because that, that really was does. six. Yeah, it was too much time. And could it have bounced worse? How many times you see one bounce off a guy's chest directly into the arms mm -hmm. of a guy five yards away? Anything that could go wrong this year on defense has gone wrong so far. Yeah. 55 seconds to play in this one. They just have to kneel down a couple of times here. And I don't know what that is. The ball was just on the quarterback reached and picked it up behind the leg of the guard. That's one of those trick plays that the Chiefs used to run. Yeah. Purple Chiefs or the regular Chiefs? Purple Chiefs. <laughs> That'll be the game. That's going to be the ball game with 30 seconds left. The clock will continue to run, and that's going to do it. So Plymouth, for the second week in a row, takes one on the chin. they got to find something defensively, Joe. That's the bottom line here. That was a tough thing again tonight. Really was, and you got Warsaw next week at Warsaw. That's going to be your first road game, too. And, you know, Warsaw is a tough place to play. And, and there's no hard feelings there. There's not. <laughs> And I'm sure Rusty or uh, Warsaw will be happy to run up the score. Oh, I'm sure that won't be a problem. That will not be a problem. We're going to take a break. We come back. We'll have Gene Skirvin to talk with us about this one. So uh, stay tuned. It's Plymouth football on WCCA final here tonight, 41 to six. Back after this. I'm John Oliver. We love our customers and we work hard to prove it every day. Buy a car, get free car washes for the life of that car. When your car needs service, we provide a new loaner at no charge. Plus, we give you a complimentary alignment check each time we service your car. That increases tire life. And when you do need tires, we sell them at the lowest price guarantee. Feel the love at Oliver Ford Lincoln and Plymouth. You want to know what's going on in Marshall County? Just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. Are you looking to build a career in manufacturing? Look no further. Plymouth Foundry is currently seeking dependable applicants in all departments for day shift to work four 10-hour weekdays with the possibility of overtime on Fridays. Even with no Foundry experience, you could start at $17.50 an hour with great benefit options available and a weekly paycheck. We'll provide a proper training from day one. Plymouth Foundry has been a locally owned family business for 75 years. Apply in person at 523 West Harris Street in Plymouth or through Indeed. We're back live at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon, Joe McKee, and we're joined by Plymouth assistant coach. I almost called you Evan, coach. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm incognito. I got I'm wearing a mustache and, and glasses. Gene Skirvin is with us. It, the defensive woes just continue, and uh, you knew there was going to be trouble. The 
the amount of trouble we had stopping the run last week, this team is just going to run right at you, and it was going to be a, a problem. Yeah, you don't think that's going to happen the next two weeks? Oh, do you? yeah, I was going to say, you're going to see something you think they're going to run at us? Yeah. It's going to be similar in the next two weeks. Well, you know, <laughs> I, they throw the one, the one what, bubble, and yeah, and we make it bubble, and our best player comes up to tackle their best player, and the next thing well, I know, he's 40 yards in the end zone. It's like, uh-oh. Well, their best player was a handful. I mean, I, there's not going to there's not going to be too many people that find a solution to. He's elusive, lines. but you know, if you watch down here uh, late, uh, he got the ball in the corner, and our corner Barrera got there and stayed big. Yeah. The play before that, he didn't do that, and he went around him. Right. He stayed big. The kid tried to cut back inside. Well, then we got people pursuing. Right. Um, you know. <laughs> You work the little things, and then, you know, all week long talked about. Now we work this. Now we got to see what we drill, come out in the game. And right. you know, one of the things we worked on was squeezing. You know, outside in squeeze. So two of the first big plays they had, we run up the field, and they just run underneath us. Right. Right. Um, I guess we'll keep drilling it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we'll keep drilling it. Well, and that's all you can do. I mean, you just got to keep keep after it, keep coming up with ideas and, and figure something out because that's well, going to be the deal. Saw one of the, the ideas, right? You saw Norris go in there. Yeah. Um, I thought he ran really hard. Uh, he broke a tackle, right? A little more speed to change gears there a little bit and, and maybe get a few more yards when that, that opening's there. Um. You know, we made some changes in defensive line up front. Um, you know, it di didn't uh, – I know right now, statistically, I don't want to see that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we just got I'm not going to puke on the, on the paper. But, uh, you know, we made some changes defensively. It helped us at times. We just – you know, we just got to keep working it, right? Uh, there's – defensively, there's just certain fundamentals. You've been around it long enough, you know. It's outside in, right? So yeah. These things outside in, um, so that they can't get on the perimeter. Well, they got on the perimeter. There was times we ran up the field. You know, the one time down here, they ran up the middle. They ran a trap, and they didn't even have to block the trap because we were five yards up the field, and he just ran up underneath him. Yeah. And, and so uh, we'll we'll keep working it. You know, it, kids got to stay with us. Uh, we'll keep working it. You know, there's so many. Um, there's so many young guys after what we've got playing, right? And, and I, I, it'll probably be easy for people to say, well, you know, put them in there. But, I mean, they're really young. Right? Yeah. And I don't want to throw them to the wolves. And, you know, these, these guys we got, they just got to keep working. We'll, we'll get better if they keep working. Offensively, obviously they watch tape. I mean, you could tell they knew exactly what they wanted to do to neutralize the offense, and they did it pretty well. Well, you know, um, if we're defending that, what are you going to say? Yeah, I know where 13 is, yeah. keep five in the bubble, yep. right? Now, where 13 is, keep don't let five out. Right. Squeeze him and keep him in the bubble because those are two dudes, right? Yeah. And uh, they didn't let them get off. And, of course, then, you know, the one play Devontae did, he broke the tackle and then – Rolled the rolled his ankle there on the two yard line, um, and you know I, I thought Lennon kept playing hard. Yeah, 
Quintana, if you watch, there was a couple times where he buried people. I mean, he drove them and drove them hard. We, you know, say so you got to look, you know, you got to look for the things that uh, you did well, because there's got to be some things you did well. And then you just got to try and build on that. Keep working the things that, you know, you got to work. And Offenses do things, you know, differently, but the base defense just doesn't change. Right. You've got to squeeze, you've got to disengage, and you've got to make time. Um, well, coach them up, I guess. I don't know what else to say. Good luck to I, you. I can tell you what, the next two weeks we better squeeze. Yeah. Yeah, we well, better squeeze. You, yeah. You've got to squeeze. You can't let the dive get off, right? Right. And, uh, you know, they, they didn't run a whole lot of dives, but the times they gave it to the fullback, he got yardage. Right? Yeah. Uh, next week, if, if we get the fullback yardage. We'll, oh, yeah. The, that's that's it, the first option there. Close the door, right? Yeah. Just, just, you know, so we, we've got to just continue to work the squeeze. They, they've, um, you know, we got a little bigger up front. I thought Lee made some plays up front. Yep. There was times where he was big enough to take that offensive lineman and move him, and then one time he gobbled the quarterback, right? Right. He just absolutely gobbled the quarterback. There was another time where he hustled on the sidelines and, yeah, made a tackle. Exactly. Uh, you know, so th- those are things. Uh, you know, Quintana played both ways. Delee played both ways most of the game. There's two big kids and a hot night. Uh, you know, they. I thought they played a lot of plays. Yeah. Uh, they did some good things on both both sides of the ball. We've got to get some more tackles out of our linebackers. Uh, Mills went in there late. Play came his way. He did a really nice job of disengaging uh, and getting to the ball. So, you know, maybe a guy like that, you know, maybe we got to get him more snaps defensively. Yep. You know, he started on the other side of the ball. We got him in there. Uh, he did make some tackles late. You know, we talked about those outside linebackers. You you read that in the line of scrimmage and they block down and you just got, you got to yeah. come like, like right now. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought he did that when he got a chance to go in there. So, you know, we're, we're looking for people that want to be aggressive defensively. Yeah. You got to be aggressive. So, you know, we rotate. We rotated quite a few guys through there. Uh, we'll watch some film, see who's the most aggressive, try and get the most aggressive guys out there and keep getting better. All starts tomorrow. All starts tomorrow. <laughs> Coach. Actually, it'll start tonight. <laughs> yeah, it will. Thanks for joining us, man. Uh, we'll thank you. talk we'll to you again next week. Thanks, guys. Well, our final score here tonight, 41-6. to six. And yeah, this is, once again, this is a tough one. It's a tough one. It kind of similar to East Noble last week. We... We ended up giving up uh, 252 yards on the ground. So with that and last week, we've given up over well, 700 yards. And I think even more telling than that, though, Joe, is when you take a look at the uh, yards, the average carry, plus Lawrence, 10.8 yards a carry. Mm-hmm. Keegan Name, 13 yards a carry. Tashay Stewart, 10 yards a carry. The fullback, as Gene mentioned, only 6.2 a carry. So yeah. that that's the deal is that you're looking at, at runs of 35, 36 yards. Uh, you can't allow that to happen. You got to keep those guys. In. You do. And I think Warsaw is going to come right at oh, us yeah. next week. Trying, well, you know, Warsaw will run right up the middle on mm-hmm. nearly every play. They, you know, we mentioned the fullback there for a second. They will hand the ball, to the fullback mm-hmm. 25, 30 times a game. And they will just come right up the middle over and over and over again. Um, once again, another team with those tight, tight splits, yep. very small, uh, well, not small physically, but a very small area. They just want to run right at you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what's going to happen next week, too. So 
Rust, I'm going to miss that game. I know you are. So I, you know, I'll be, I'll try to listen. Oh, yeah. No, I won't. I'm going to be at a concert. I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I won't be you and your wife. Well, isn't it your yeah. anniversary it, or something? It's the weekend before. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so, it's a celebration. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, well, uh, thanks for joining me again. Well, Appreciate I'll see it. you in two weeks, hopefully. I, so, yeah. I will be here. Yeah, well, I, I will be too if you let me back. So. <laughs> I'll let you back. Thanks to the Noble back at the studio. At least it was a quiet night for him. And uh, for us, that's going to do it. Uh, our final score here, 41-6, to 6, Kokomo with a win. Don't forget, tomorrow, Coach's Corner starts at 8 o'clock right after the news. Uh, next Thursday, Thursday Night Lights, when we talk to all the area football coaches about their teams coming up, our games coming up for the week. Uh, so a lot of sports coming your way next week here on WTCA. Once again, our final score, 41-6. to 6, And thank you to you for listening. Have a great weekend. Listening to Plymouth Rocky Football on WTCA. Brought to you by U.S. Granules, St. Joe Health Systems, First Federal Savings Bank, Oliver Ford Lincoln, Rochester Orthopedic, Montgomery Well Drilling, Bowman's Tin Shop, Atheist Computers, Coalliance Propane, Marshall County REMC, The Pilot News, and Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts. Proceeding has been a production of WTCA Sports. Rocky Top Tennessee. Rocky Top Tennessee.